Salutations, my friends. Salutations. Here we are in 2021. Look at that. Yeah, I like, uh, I like Steezy music too. This is uh, Test with Bad Habits by uh, Misfit, MSFT. So Steezy stuff. Really nice stuff. I feel like it's only appropriate for the uh, amount of stuff we will be covering. For sure. For sure. I, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys, I kind of felt guilty leaving my post with so much crazy stuff going on. But I tell you what, it had to happen. Because I have more fire to do this more than I ever thought possible. This is one of the busiest breaks I've ever been on. I, I kid you guys not. I uh, don't really think I ever took that break and slept. I had a couple beers and some whiskey and got into a couple good fights, but dude, busiest break I've ever been on. And I'm, I'm so proud of it. I got a lot of things to break down with you guys for uh, this episode as well as for the year. I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of glad shit's hitting the fan the way that it is because now I don't have to sit here and act like I got all some kind of answers and stuff. Everybody's got to come up with answers. Everybody's got to do the work. Everybody's got to hit the ground fucking running. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see all of you out there in the battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ahead and turn this down because uh, I can't really focus whenever there's dope music playing. Part of that programming. Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning into this edition of Factions of Freedom. Instagram Live. Instagram Crew Day. IG Live. Instagram Crew Day. It is December... Uh, December... Oh, not December, January. It is January 19th. I made that uh, hiccup earlier today. I'm going to start doing timestamps every single time I do uh, episodes. Thank you, Zach. I hope I look re rejuvenated, bro. I had to put all of this stuff away. I didn't run from it. I had to put it away to get refocused. Now, let me go ahead and just let the cat out the bag. You guys who are listening, you can't see this, but what this is is a picture of an embryo. My embryo. My lady's pregnant. That's right. I'm, uh, I'm going to be a dad. We are expecting, uh, I think, in September. And so there are going to be some Instagram lives where I uh, hang out with you guys and I'm unable to be there. Because I'll either be at like a ultrasound or a midwife meeting man and I'm fired up. You know, I figure with all this stuff that's going on in the world, Biden administration, COVID-19, COVID-2021, you know, the world still has to move forward. The world still has to move forward. And, you know, I got up here and I'm so worried about so much stuff. But really, dude, like all I can really say is all the stuff I'm talking about here with you guys, I'm going to be ending up doing it with this little bean and more. And it is such an honor. Um, you'll hear more about that throughout the entirety of the year. And you'll also hear about when that baby gets born. I think it's crazy because some people have been here since my father had uh, had him beat cancer. You've seen me travel across the country. 
You see my aunt die. You see me at the United for Common Ground Media Summit put on by the Free Thought Project. And now, whoop dee you're going to see our baby be born. That's some pretty, uh, pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, it's going to be a home birth. Because as you all know, I'm not one for pharmaceuticals or vaccinations or drugs or dangerous diseases being forcibly injected into the people I love. No, I'm not down for that. So we're going to have our baby at home. And it's going to be a monumental experience, man. I'm fired up. Uh, I'm nervous as all hell. I don't think anybody in my position wouldn't be. But um, I'll save all that for the, for, the, for the podcast episode. Give you guys something to tune into. Um, I started a family Instagram too, so you guys can follow all that. We're doing natural home birth classes, and it's 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 really an experience, guys. I won't lie to you. Um, I know a lot of stuff, but I have no idea about this, and it's kind of nice being taught something new and uh, beautiful in a time like this. And that's why I wanted to start this transmission off with you guys. Share that with you that yeah, you know, world's going to shit by the administration, but life must move forward, and you can't control everything. And our children are not only investments in the future, but they're also investments in ourselves, man. Like I can already feel my mind just changing, um, having to have, have it, having to prepare for what's coming down the line. So there it is. There's my little bean, my little bean over here at six months, I think, uh, or, or six weeks. Next week, I think we're going to get the ultrasound to see if we can get a heartbeat. And, um, I'll punch anybody in the mouth that uh, disrespect my baby. Holy crap, I'm going to be a father. Now, and I'll say this and I'll start getting into the, to the, to the, to the topics with you guys. You got to forgive me if my mind kind of derails on some other stuff. It's been a minute since I've been up over here and in this mindset. Whenever I told you guys I took that break. I really did try to detach, uh, basically from the news feeds and the networks and everything else I was involved in. But at the same time, I couldn't. I ended up creating like a network here and a, and a community here and a whole little operation here, which I'll get into later on in the transmission. Uh, but I'm just telling you guys this because there's so many different things I'm involved in. I cannot afford the time to lie to you. I can only afford the time to tell you the truth, provide answers, get solutions, and put the stuff out there. Uh, like the, the, the starting topic I'm going to have coming back into this is the state of the truth community because I see a lot of people talking about uh, QAnon, how they've been addicted to hopium and stuff like that. I'll talk more about that later, but just, just, just understand as things intensify, it really truly does require the best of us to put our best foot forward. That's what I left 2020 talking to you guys about. This type of work has helped uh, encourage that type of behavior of not only being responsible, but putting our best foot forward, really looking at the situation, not getting outraged, but coming up with an effective, actionable plan. Okay, I'll get into that later on when I talk about uh, effective resistance techniques and more. Let me go ahead and just give you guys a list of the topics that we'll be talking about, and I'll try to get things started. Forgive me, like I said, it's been quite some time since my brain's been in the game. Uh, we're going to be talking about the state of the, the, the state of the truth community, effective resistance tactics, the shadow presidency of a Biden-Harris administration, the Great Reset, or repentance, rebellion, resistance, renaissance, or reformation. Uh, all of these things creating the discussion for separatism, secession movements, civil war, nationalism versus globalism, autonomous zones, uh, sanctuary states, and more. I'm going to go ahead and pull up this quick little... <laughs> This quick little spicy meme where it has a scene 
out of Star Wars showing the Biden inauguration where it has hundreds, if not thousands of stormtroopers awaiting for Joe Biden to get inaugurated. Now, the reason I put that up there is because they're saying that Joe Biden is going to have a virtual inauguration, right? With nothing but flags, empty seats, like what you've seen all year, last year, watching dystopian music videos and dystopian like events where you have people in masks enjoying space quietly, looking weird as shit. I know Joe Biden's going to do the same thing. That's what the whole Stop the Steal rally was about, too. Trying to show that Trump can get millions of people. And Joe Biden can't even fill a room. Yeah, let's, let's see if I get this right here. All right here. Joe Biden inauguration will replace live crowds with a field of flags and stunning dystopian symbol of American silence how they have silenced the American people. You know, before I start getting into the, to, 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 to the state of the truth community, there's a little video right here I wanna play uh, where it talks about hashtag Trump's new army. And essentially what it is, is an army of citizen detectives who are supposed to go out there and gather information on Trump supporters, quote, domestic terrorists, and report their activities. I'll play this quick video for you guys and then I'll get into the state of the truth community shortly shortly after oh no is it not queued up here i don't think i queued it up here sorry about that team always doing something yeah i didn't i didn't send it now give me one second to get that over here and i will get that up for you guys here is uh trump's new army which is code for them saying we're coming after you if you supported america on or before January 20th, Donald Trump will no longer be the Commander-in-Chief. He will lose control of the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Special Forces, and America's nuclear arsenal. On January 20th, Donald Trump will become the Commander-in-Chief of a different Army. This Army. The greatest threat facing America today comes from within. Radical extreme conservatives, also known as domestic terrorists. They are hidden among us, disguised behind regular jobs. They are your children's teachers. They work at supermarkets, malls, doctor's offices, and many are police officers and soldiers. For more than a decade, Donald Trump has spoken directly to white supremacists in their language. Build that wall! Build that wall! Build that wall! Pocahontas? Is it offensive? Oh, oh, really? Oh, I'm sorry about that. Donald J. Trump is calling for a total and complete shutdown of Muslims entering the United States. In the middle of a presidential debate, Donald Trump was asked to disavow white supremacy. He refused. Instead, he told the Proud Boys to stand back and stand by. Proud, Proud Boys, stand back and stand by. They heard their leader. They even responded to him on Twitter, promising to stand by. And on January 6, 2021, Trump greenlit them. They suited up. They flew in. They took hotel rooms. They loaded their weapons, prepared their bombs, and they attacked with the intention of killing Nancy Pelosi and hanging Vice President Mike Pence. They were vocally saying, where's the speaker? We know she has staff. They're here someplace. We're going to find them. In the years ahead, Trump will lead his army of domestic terrorists. He will encourage and incite violence. 
He will play the role of arsonist and fireman. He will start a civil war and then say things were more peaceful when he was president. We have to fight back. In this new war, the battlefield has changes. Computers can be more valuable than guns. And this is what we need now more than ever, an army of citizen detectives. I'm proposing we form a citizen army. Our weapons will be computers and cell phones. We, who are monitoring extremists on the internet and reporting their findings to authorities. Remember, before the Navy SEALs killed Osama bin Laden, he had to be found. He was found by a CIA analyst working on a computer thousands of miles away. It's up to you. These Whoa. officers and soldiers. Oh. Now, what, what's, what's so hilarious about, I don't want to say hilarious because it's dangerous and dystopian. What's so hilarious about that is just last year we were talking about how there was going to be over 110,000 informational volunteers provided to the world, courtesy of the United Nations, where they are putting out COVID-approved information. So I think it's very strange that the following year, you have a, 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 a quote, citizens detective collective that's designed to go out there and essentially legally and I don't want to say lawfully, but legally go out there, identify what they think of as domestic terrorists, dissidents, people who don't really believe, uh, comply with the state, and then demean them, discredit them. That's the whole game. That's the whole plan. You see, right now, whenever you're on social media, you're able to stand up for yourself, you're able to expand yourself, you're able to explain your point of views. If they deplatform me, you're gonna see a massive smear campaign come through because guess what? I don't have a voice. I can explain myself. I can't stand up for anything, right? That is terrifying. And I'll talk more about that this week on the podcast episode because we've seen a lot of a lot of sentiments echoing this, where you have people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saying, we need to de-radicalize some of these Trump supporters. And then you've got people, uh, uh, like what's her name? I, I forget the, the the lady we posted it on our page the other day, uh, talking about how do you deprogram some of these Trump supporters? And I'm thinking to myself, my God, do people not hear themselves right now? Do you see how the the, the 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 social contract's been broken? How again, radicalization has become the norm. One of the things you're probably gonna hear me say a lot more so throughout this year than I don't want, than I care to admit is the fact that we're gonna to have to escalate in order to neutralize. We are definitely not gonna to have to sit here and take this nonsense, being compliant, knowing full well of what they are doing. I'll talk more about that later on, but let me go ahead and start getting into the state of the truth community, next level activism, things like QAnon and Operation Trust. My friends, <laughs> I am a product of you. <laughs> I, am a, I am a product of you. Whenever we have like 200 people tuning in live right now, I'm a product of you. When you guys tune in, when you follow the telegram, whenever you share the work, whenever you follow the page, you share the podcast episodes. In Lakesh, I say it all the time, I am a product of you. We are reflections of one another. The state of the truth community right now, my friends, it's a shape. It, 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 it's a sham. But we need to do more. I'm not going to tell you to go out there like QAnon does and tell you to pick up your rifles and go protect your state capitals and do all of these other things. What I will tell you is that, like this group of citizen detectives, your best weapon will always be the pen. It will always be the camera. It will always be words. Let me go ahead and turn that down. But one of the things we'll get into here shortly is talking about accelerationists and extremists. One of the talking points that I tried to get out to you guys before we left season 10, 2020, was the fact that intelligence agencies were infiltrating militias so that they could radicalize them and 
disrupt their ability to lawfully execute the Constitution, whatever they were calling some of these politicians. Realize we, we, we went over, what was it? Article 1, Section 18, Clause number 3, or Article 1, Section 3, Clause uh, 18, where it talks about the power to call forth the militia. There is a actual right for us to do this. But whenever you saw what happened at the Capitol, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to say. Oh, it's leftist, or oh, you know, it's QAnon, or oh, it's the Boogaloo Boys, or oh, it's Antifa. I don't, I don't want to say that. But what you're seeing is well-meaning movements being hijacked, movements within side of movements, QAnon type things, accelerationists and extremists hijacking these movements because they don't care about peaceful resolution. They don't care about the future. They want to kill themselves. They they don't really give a crap. We saw a lot of this a couple of years ago with the New Zealand shooting, and we saw more of it more recently uh, in 2019, specifically in 2020 with all of these riots and so on and so forth. What I'm trying to talk to you guys about is how they are, are, are purposefully uh, extending the Overton window so people get radicalized, so people give up on the system, so people don't understand about things like reformation. Uh, um, <laughs> Social political reformations, social uh, social cultural reformations, paradigm shifts. Whenever I tell you that, precisely, Lauren Taylor, Taylor, we are definitely heading towards a civil war period. We have to ask ourselves, what do we really want on the back end of things? I think this is one of the main things that we kind of fall short on, uh, not only here within the truth community, but also within certain political groups, man, and certain political organizations. We keep saying, oh, I don't want, I don't want Agenda 21, I don't want Agenda 2030, I don't want Agenda 2050, I don't want the Paris Climate Agreement, I don't want the USMCA. We keep saying, oh, I don't want this, I don't want this, I don't want this. And I don't know if it's because I'm becoming a dad, I'm like, good Christ, say something different, do something different. We, 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 we get upset about things, but we don't actually come up with a plan or an alternative or a backup or anything like that. We just say, ah, oh, get that crap out of here. That's that New World Order globalism nonsense. The America first. And, and, and while that might be appropriate to some degree, we also need to have something that backs it up. Ideas are worth millions of bullets. And if we don't have any ideas to back up our, our, our actions or our thoughts or, ide or our ideologies, well, guess what? They're just going to tiptoe us into what they want. Does that make sense? I hope to God that makes sense. And I think that's because we get berated with so much information. We're not really necessarily sure uh, how to come up with plans, how to come up with legislation, how to come up with like actual things that can combat this, uh, how to shoot down some of these bills, how to get organized in our area. We don't know how to do this. And that's also a part of the accelerationist movement, the extremist movement. Take it from me. You don't do what I do having faith in the system, period. But that's a part of the plan. This hopium that has people addicted, hopium, QAnon type shit. Oh, don't worry about it. Trust the plan. That's what's got people. That's that's what's got us into this position to where we literally, we literally don't know what to do. We expect somebody else to take care of it. Well, I'll tell you right now, ain't nobody gonna come take care of it. And some of the stuff that I'm taking care of, while it's like watching paint dry, it is necessary so that we don't let another generation live in this tyranny, live in this control apparatus, live essentially powerless and ignorant, foolish, unaware of what's going on. Oh, but we see, 
Because we sit up over here and bitch and moan on social media like it's the cat's meow and don't get outside of the social media bubble, get inside, get, get, get activated in our own communities, really, really create that uh, pro-human renaissance-based future in our own backyard, we expect social media to do it. And do you see how it just robs us of our intelligence, robs us of our time, robs us of our energy, robs us of our creativity, and we expect it to change? I hope you guys get what I'm trying to kick right here. I'll talk more about, I'm sure, QAnon, Hopium, these accelerationists and these extremists and stuff like that. I'll talk more about that throughout the entirety of the year because I don't trust anything, dude. Again, you do not come up over here and start make rambling the way that I do. Trust in jack shit. The thought process I have developed doing this work comes from due diligence. Normally I'm over here like flailing documents around, but guess what? Now I'm flailing an embryo around. QAnon and feds didn't do that. That came from the work. The discovery of iodine vitamin D, vitamin C, vitamin A, right? Uh, magnesium, vitamins, oh, nutraceuticals, everything like that. That didn't come from fucking QAnon. That came from the drive, trying to figure out why are they destroying this? Why are they trying to hinder my progress? Let me read this quick article for you guys and then I'll get into uh, effective resistant tactics. QAnon bears striking resemblance to Bolshevik PSYOP from the 1920s known as Operation Trust. This is an article that comes from Information Liberation. They put this up January 15th. It says, quote, Operation Trust was a Bolshevik counterintelligence operation run from 1926, or from 1921 to 1926, aimed at neutralizing opposition by creating the false impression that a powerful group of military leaders had organized to stop the communists' takeover. Here's an excerpt from, on, quote, Trust, operations from pages 13 through 14 of the Soviet defector Anatoly Gotsliatsyn, book, The New Lies for Old. It says that the similarities with the QAnon Trust of Plan PSYOP aren't remarkable, and this next part comes from the Wikipedia's article on Operation Trust. It says that Operation Trust was a counterintelligence operation of the state political directorate, the GPU of the Soviet Union. The operation, which was set up by the GPU's predecessor, Sheikh or Shika, ran from 1921 to 1926, set up as a fake anti-Bolshevik uh, organization. Quote, Monarchists Union of Central Russia, the MUCR, in order to help the OGPU identify real monarchists and anti-Bolsheviks. The creative front company was called the Moscow Municipal Credit Association. It goes on to say that the one Western historian who had limited access to the trust files, John Costello, reported that they had comprised 37 volumes and were such a bewildering weltering of double agents, change code names, and interlocking deception operations with the complexity and a symphonic score that Russian historians from the intelligence service had difficulty separating fact from fantasy. Does that sound familiar? Fact from, fran from fantasy? You know, trust the plan, Hillary Clinton's locked up. Trust the plan, Donald Trump's got it in the bag. Trust the plan, go to DC, grab your gun, and try to kidnap Nancy Pelosi. Oh, you don't want to admit you don't want to do that? That's cool. We have other operations for you. Whenever I talked to you guys last year about what happened with COVID-19, where they basically traumatized us, then radicalized us, demoralized us, and then said, oh, no, you can go outside. You can go outside if you want to. 
we're, we're not, the, the pandemic's not over, but yeah, after all that stuff happened to you, you can go outside. That's trauma-based mind control. And then whenever you add this aspect to it as well, forcing us to stare at our screens as we look at the country we've grown up with deteriorate over time. You've got to understand the sophistication of the mind control that we're going through. That's trauma-based mind control. That's social engineering and so much more. We are in 2021, my friends. The new world order is here. That sounds like Confucius. I'm getting back into this article. It says, that sounds like Confucius-style nonsense put out by QAnon. Is General Flynn, our General Bruslev. QAnon uh, made Trump supporters who were right to be angry over the criminal nature of our ruling class delude themselves with fantasies that, quote, white hats in the military were going to save us while Attorney General William Barr was busy covering up the Jeffrey Epstein case and the Kushner administration was busy pardoning fraudsters who donated to the LF Institute and releasing traitor Jonathan Pollard from parole to make Aliyah in Israel. Just as opposition were outed and arrested by, opposition, by Operation Trust, potentially dozens of QAnoners were outed and arrested as a result of the march on the Capitol. Yeah, I have a, uh, I have a page saved on my phone where it says, uh, and this is, this is more of that, that Trump's new army crazy stuff, where they have put together a, 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 a seditionist and insurrectionist list targeting and identifying all the people that were at the protest using facial recognition or whatever snitch culture they have to track and target and identify the people that attended the protest only for them to get arrested later. You want to hear the sick part about QAnon, my friends? This is this is how like sick this stuff really is. We always heard that, oh, don't worry, the arrests are coming, right? The sad part is, is the arrests are coming to you. They're going to come arrest you. That's the sick that's that 40 chest. They're telling you what they're going to do. And you're helping them do it. Yeah, you won't hear me saying none of that uh, cryptic McBeebleblot Schmidt stuff, bruh. I might sound like a gosh darn retard coming up with my own language, herp up derping my way through transmissions, but you won't see me over here spouting off like drops and stuff like that. I use articles, I use information, I use videos, I use testimonies, like this one right here. Here is them saying that, well, this is why the military is in D.C. It's for peaceful transition. General William Walker, the commanding general of the District of Columbia National Guard. Major, thank you for joining us this morning. Can you start out by saying what the current threat level is? Do you have what you need in place to counter it? Good morning, uh, sir. I do believe we have everything. Uh, if I can first say um, happy holiday for Dr. Martin Luther King, and please allow me to say how proud I am of the almost 25,000 National Guardsmen who have come in from all 50 states and territories to help support the Secret Service and the police departments that, with a peaceful transition of military power. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Thank you for that, sir. So, so, the, so the question was, do I have enough? Yes. yes, sir. I believe we do. And, and tell us what the role of the National Guard you, is going to be. You just said they're going to be there to assist law enforcement. Are they trained for policing activities? What can they do? What can't they do? What are they trained for? So we're trained uh, principally for civil disturbance. We, we um, practice it yearly. We, re we rehearse it when we get here. So we are the backup. Uh, layer of protection for the seat. William Walker, the commanding Interesting. general of the district of...
Interesting. Let's go back to that picture, that archetypal picture. Look at this. He said, oh, we're, we're, we're just here for civil disobedience, civil disturbances. We're just trying to make sure that, you know, Biden gets in office. Inauguration day, 2021. I have another quick clip I want to play for you guys. This is of a Democratic congressman saying that white males who voted for Trump may betray Biden at the inauguration. This is one of the reasons why they need to start vetting people. Actually, I don't think this is the, I don't think this is the vetting clip. I think this is them saying, how do we begin to de-radicalize Trump protesters or Trump supporters? Let's take a listen. Okay. And as much as I'm worried about these loons who break into government, I'm actually more worried about the loons who did get elected because I, I mean, what do you do about these people? There's 147 Republicans in Congress who still don't concede that Trump lost the election. What do you do about people who are in the government who don't believe in our way of government? It is so shocking. Not only do, are they not conceding, Bill, but there's thoughts that there might have been some collusion among members of Congress. Some are refusing to yeah. go through magnometers or whatever you call yeah. them to, to check for weapons. They're not wearing masks during the siege. I mean, it's really bizarre, isn't it, when you think about how AWOL so many of these members of Congress have gotten. But I also think some of them are believing the garbage that they are being fed 24-7 on the Internet, by their constituents, and yeah. they bought into this big lie. And the question is, how are we going to really almost deprogram these people who have signed up for the cult of Trump? There it is. How are we going to deprogram these people who have signed up for the cult of Trump? Let's see, and I've been saying this to people here locally. Trump wrote in on a wave that we created. Just a fact. Yes, he uh, he did his best. Yes, you know, he's going into the swamp. But Trump rode in on a wave that we created. Let's see, what they're really saying to you right there is how do we deprogram these people to care about their country, right? How do we get these people to just give up, right? They're going to come up with truth and, truth and reconciliation committees. They're going to hunt down Trump supporters. They're going to demonize Trump supporters. They're going to deplatform Trump supporters. And that plays a huge part in what I talk about later on, how this will create the discussion for separatism, civil war, nationalism versus globalism, sanctuary states, pockets of normality, things like this and more. But... We're just in the beginning stages of it. Let me read a little bit of this article right here and then we'll continue on talking about effective resistance tactics and how protests are basically traps. Right here, Planet Free Will. This is written by Chris Manahan of Information Liberation. They put this up January 19th. The CFR fears that American democracy may be, quote, doomed by populism. So what, what they're really saying is populism is the true form of democracy. The people have spoken. But by them inserting Biden in, they're saying, we don't give a shit about what you guys think. We are going to install a dictator. We are going to install who we want. This is the beginning of the American empire. Let me read this. It says, the Council of Foreign Relations is afraid that American democracy, aka ruled by the unelected oligarchs, may be, quote, doomed by the populist forces that President Trump has unleashed. In the piece, 
Monk whined about the U.S. Capitol protests, which he called, quote, riots, and lamented at the, quote, appeal of populist authoritarianism. Before January 6th, nobody had expected a mob of insurrectionists could so easily enter, quote, the people's house. I think that's so interesting. The appeal of populist authoritarianism, which is really just another rewording of mob rule, which is what we were subjected to throughout the entirety of 2020, courtesy of the George Floyd protests and Black Lives Matter. This is what happens whenever you have like a, a, a media, a mockingbird media that's, that, that, that runs stuff, dude. This is what happens when you have a brain dead population that doesn't go out there, know the truth, aren't familiar with it, but want to believe in the lie. You know what I heard over the week, uh, over my break? I heard that those weren't real protests. No, those were white supremacists dressed up as Antifa committing these acts. I'm like, damn, that sounds like some conspiracy theory shit right there. You're telling me that there's no such thing as Antifa. There's just white people to dress up as Antifa to go cause acts as of Antifa. It's like, hold on, but let me, let me, let me, let me get, let me get that. But you're aware that there's an Antifa, but you're also aware that there are white supremacists that info it. It was some mental gymnastics that I couldn't understand. But you see, that's what happens when you have a delusional population that's been radicalized, uh, who's been that's been traumatized not only by a fake virus, but also being propagandized to by a mockingbird media. Let me get back into this article. It says that the fact that Trump has been able to convince so many Americans of his lies about the election and mobilize tens of thousands of them to protest against the certification of the vote shows, a, shows that a significant share of the population is now open to the type of cop, now open to this kind of populist appeal. Faced with a choice between their president and the Constitution, they chose Trump. Monk lamented how Facebook and Twitter banning Trump could backfire. It is too early to tell how effective the suspension of Trump's accounts on Twitter, Facebook, and other platforms will be. It has certainly impeded his ability to speak directly to his followers over the coming weeks. But over the, over the course of the next four years, he could adopt new ways of communicating with them. At the same time, these decisions have also read or have also raised a number of risks. It is now imaginable that the internet will slowly break into two pieces or a whole chaotic array of shards. On Twitter and Facebook, Americans with different political beliefs sorted themselves into their own echo chambers, but at least share their same platform. In the future, parts of the populist right will attempt to build platforms of their own. This could end accelerating rather than slowing their radicalization. I agree. I agree. And that's where we're going. Make no mistake about it, we are heading towards some form of civil war. We're going to have it to where... Like, I'm telling you, like, we're going to have it to where there's going to be states. Texas has already talked about, like, a secession movement to where you're going to have, like, coalitions of different states that decide to come together and come up with their own pact, either abiding by the Constitution or, you know, working with, with, with the United Nations to come up with, like, their own, their own globalist compact. But make no mistake about it, that's what it's going to look like. Earlier last year, I did a minicast, a quick 22-minute minicast, and I'll probably do like a revamped version of it, where it talks about Zebellion, where that's it precisely, to where people fracture off from main society and begin to siphon off uh, uh, resources so they become to get recognized. Sanctuary states, pockets of normality. It's a real thing. Before I get into all that, let me talk about something I want people to think about going forward into the future. 
The civil war is the eventuality. Zebellion, what they're thinking, this is going to take place from 2021. It's going to really heighten up in 2025. We'll see it at its peak sometime around 2030. Before we get to that point, we have to start thinking about what are effective resistant tactics. And I'll come up with like a list of things and really start, right, really try to ponder this. But here's a couple things I want you guys to think of. And it's going to be different for everybody, wherever they're at. The simple phrase of it is, how do you resist globalism locally, right? How do you get involved in local activism? This is why you have people saying, you know, this is the end of the Republic. They get all these Democrats in office. There's never going to be any more Republicans whatsoever. When we're talking about globalism, the Illuminati, the New World Order, the technocrats, the scientific dictatorship, the military industrial complex, any of this type of stuff, that's globalism in and of itself in another name. Neoliberal fascism, corporatism, technocracy, right? Any of this type of stuff can be summarized as globalism. But how do you resist globalism locally? Through local activism. Practice self-governance, right? Uh, towards the end of 2020, I began to quickly become a part of multiple groups that were forming committees here statewide coalitions to help collect signatures and attack, I use that term figuratively, attack our state with some of these mask mandates, uh, with some of these lockdown rules, uh, with some of these businesses and more. What I have to be working on here in the next coming months while my lady's pregnant um, is networking with at least over 200 different groups, businesses, so they can act as like hubs for us to collect signatures to fight some of these bills. There's some really, really crazy stuff that we're doing. It, it, it sounds like I'm out here campaigning for like a political campaign, but I'm not. I'm trying to figure out what my tools and resources are to fight this stuff here locally. And so whenever I report to you guys here, week after week, what I'm doing in my own backyard to fight globalism locally, that's just what it looks like here. That's just what I'm doing in my own backyard because it's gonna look different for you, wherever you are. You know, you might have you, 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 you might have a state that's more, uh, not necessarily energetically conservative. You might have one that's more, I don't know, more about like the environment, uh, something that's more about, you know, air pollution, uh, something that's more about, you know, ride sharing and whatever it may be. But you've got to look at it and wherever you are and start coming up with your own battle system, your own awareness to fight this. This comes back to what I was talking about with the accelerationists and the and, and extremists. Those type of people don't care, and that's all right. But COG, continuity of government, what happens whenever everything starts going to shit, everybody doesn't care, who's going to uphold anything? You see, what are we going to stand for? So effective resistance topics, the best way I could summarize it is this, create groups, committees, nonprofit organizations, Practice self-governance. Uh, get into your local your, your, your local community. Local activism. Resist globalism locally. What I'm trying to tell you is protests are setups. Protests have become traps. You run out there after listening to all this stuff that I told you on the media and on the social media, that's marvelous. They're going to get your ass real quick. Good job. You played yourself. You do things like this. You're voting with your dollars. You're voting with your lifestyle. And you're voting with your ideas. You're not going out there in the street 
throwing your life away because you got nothing else going for you. You get how that works? They told you that you were gonna, you know, beat a whole bunch of people up in the street and get all this work done. Well, the fuck you didn't. You just developed a goddamn record. And now you got all these people watching you, doing stupid stuff, waiting for you to make more mistakes. <laughs> like what? Fools. And, 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 and this is the massive problem. If you ask me, man, people don't understand what's going on. We missed the boat. We're on borrowed time. What happened at the, at the Capitol, at, at our nation's capital? That was gonna, that's, that's gonna go down in history as a massive flop. Nobody decided to network or connect or build any organizations with this massive support. You think about this, man. I was, I was thinking about this earlier today. Whenever I was like, hey, man, you think about this. Over 400 different businesses, I think in like Utah or Ohio, decided to get together to say, we are opening up. We're not going to let our governor shut us down. I'm horrible with math. I don't think anybody would agree, would, would, would disagree with that. But I said, you know, 400 businesses, and let me do it right now. I said, if 400 businesses made, I don't know, $4,000, a night, and I don't know, that's silly. That's that's sixteen well one million six hundred dollars per night for four businesses. Add that up in a single month. People are not thinking about their economic voting power, their cultural voting power. They're not thinking about how they can get the collective to represent the individual. You get me? Like when you have businesses that are able to come together and not do anything political, just decide to go to work, they're letting their culture, they're letting their actions speak for them. They're not getting up over here on social media trying to grandstand asking for people to donate to their GoFundMe. We've got to think about these things different. We've got to come at it at a different angle. That's why I'm telling you, the battleground is not on, face, on Facebook. The battleground's not on social media. The battleground's out there. This is a trap. They want us to waste all of our time, our creative energy, our focus, our determination, our willpower on this. Like this is what we're supposed to be doing. Let me move on. How much time do I have left? The shadowy president, the shadow presidency of a Biden-Harris administration and how media and government are working together to overwrite the will of the people. Yeah, pretty accurate. Pretty gosh darn accurate. This is why they're saying, oh, look at all these people. Look, look at all these white supremacists. Look at all these ists. Look at all these ists and these isms out here congregating. Oh my God, we gotta persecute every single one of these ists. You, you better not be over there uh, practicing freedom. You better not be over there having sovereignty. Like here, here's the best way for me to get into this mindset because uh, all, we're in upside down land now. Think about this. With 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 what's going on, right here. Let me let me, let me rephrase it this way. When you join the military and things like that, it's a brotherhood in and of its own, right? You have camaraderie and fellowship with like-minded individuals. Patriots, you would think people that are out there that either want just a job or want a steady paycheck or want to fight for the country, whatever it is. When people join the military, they're joining it for whatever reason, and that's a company in and of itself. That's a brotherhood in and of itself. 
for the FBI to begin vetting 25,000 National Guard troops to prevent an insider attack, what they're doing is they're making a movement inside of a movement, right? What they're saying is they're having an ideological purity test. They're saying, oh, oh, great. So you join the military, great. You know you're not allowed to say anything. This is your position. We're going to tell you what to do. Just follow your orders and shut up. They're going to take it a step even further and pull these people in and say, so you really, really don't have any views? Like, you, we, we, we can use you for whatever. You're not going to lean left or right. You can really, really, you really don't give a shit? Great. Great. We need you. We need you for this. We need you for the inauguration. We need you to say that your politics, your worldview, your crap don't matter. You're going to blindly follow your leaders. How crazy is that? I get it. Oh, I, I, I get the, the premise of it. Oh, we have to make sure we don't have any, what, domestic terrorists or real terrorists? FBI vetting 25,000 National Guard troops to prevent insider attack. The Pentagon officials aren't worried about a possible insider attack following the Capitol riot on January 6th, prompting the FBI to vet every National Guard member deployed to the Washington, D.C. area to secure President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration. The crazy thing is, too, is during their ideological purity test, they were able to find people. Right here, this comes from the blaze. Two National Guard members removed from the inauguration detail for militia ties. So check this out. People who were within the National Guard apparently had ties to a militia and they had been removed. This is what I mean by the ideological purity test. Are you really, are you really with the program? You're allowed to do whatever it is you want to do, but whatever you show up to work, are you going to do it? And here's the even bigger crazy thing about it. What they're going to do is begin demonizing militias, which are a manifestation of the Constitution. That's the even crazier part. So you, you, you see the double-edged attack they're doing right there? They're saying, how dare these people have ide uh, ideas outside of this organization? And how dare this organization exist that we can't control? You see how that works? That's kind of, that's, that's legit crazy. This is, that's, this is how you know it's a plan and an agenda. What's happening right now is they are getting our government, they're getting our military to go against the people. How crazy is that? That the, that the military is supposed to be there for the people and that the militia is to be there to keep in and rein in a tyrannical government. But because we live in a day and age of massive psyops and deceptions within deceptions, They've now got the military going against the very same people that they're supposed to protect. This is crazy. This is crazy. You know, I am uh, trying to find something real quick. I have a, I have a document, of course, always. Right here, the congressional record, the current communist goals says this is an extension of the remarks of an honorable A. Erlong Jr. of Florida in the House of Representatives. They put this up uh, January 10th, 
Thursday, January 10th, 1963, and it has 45 different communist goals here. 45 different communist goals. Mm, written in the 50s, released in the 60s. And we are here in the 2021s, literally witnessing our own military being manipulated against its own people. This is, this is insane. And they've achieved a fair amount of these goals. I'm just going to go ahead and right here. I'm, I'll jump in right here. 29, right here. Discredit the American Constitution by calling it inadequate, old-fashioned, out of step with modern needs, and a hindrance to the, to the cooperation between nations on a worldwide basis. Communist goal number 30, discredit the American founding fathers, present them as selfish aristocrats who had no concern for the common man. 31, belittle all forms of American culture and discourage the teaching of American history on the ground that it is only a minor part of the quote, big picture. Give more emphasis to Russian history since the communists took over. 32, support any socialist movement to give centralized power or centralized control over any part of the culture education, social, social agencies, welfare programs, mental health clinics, etc. The 45 communist goals I would definitely recommend you guys go look at. So let's let's get back to this real quick. The shadow presidency of a Biden-Harris administration, how you have media and government working together to overwrite the will of the people. When you go and listen to what some of these people, some of these National Guardsmen, some of our own brothers, sisters, cousins, family members are in, when they say, hey, what are you doing here? Some of them say, oh, I don't know. I'm just doing as I'm told. I don't know. And then you, again, you look at it, what they're saying. They've got empty mags, but their guns are slung over their shoulders. What are you there for? They don't know. They don't know that they are there to show people like us that they have been taken over. That's how crazy this is. It's a show of force. If you want the truth here, I'll go ahead and pull this back up for you. Boom. It's a show of force. Listen, listen, this is just a peaceful transition of power. What? It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, we're going to see a lot more political policing. I'll tell you that. You can't say that. That's offensive. How dare you? Blotish me to blotish me. That upsets me. My feelings. Things of this nature. You know, I was saying this earlier. That, uh, and everybody already knew this, dude. Trump was not, Trump, Trump, Trump was able to do what he could do. Trump was not supposed to be the God Emperor that people and disinformation disinformation operations painted it out to be. Trump was able to do what he could do. He rode in on a wave that we created. He was able to be a stopgap for a moment to help expose a lot of this stuff that we already inherently knew about. It gave us a window. It gave us a brief period to say, is this where we want to go? Or do we want to do something different? Yeah, for sure. Trump represents classic Americana. But did enough people want classic Americana? Did enough people culturally, politically, economically want it? 
Or did they just LARP? Did they just get into it? You see, again, this is this is this is why President Xi Jinping of China can say, Oh, I predict that the American democracy, the American political system will fail. Because once Trump's gone, now that he's gone, we're gonna see a whole new rift in politics, a whole new change in how we do things. This is what I was trying to figure out towards the end of 2020, you know, national socialism or democratic socialism, fascism, like what the hell is gonna replace this? Because while Trump was something that should be respected, ultimately the American ideology is self-governance, not reliance upon the system. You see, because the system is designed to rob you of your rights. But because we've given all praise to God Emperor Trump, the system is now more powerful than ever. We truly have trumped in the technocracy. Media and government working together to, to overwrite the will of the people. And now they openly say, oh, we're pushing for a great reset. that we failed, that we need to do differently. You know, maybe, uh, let me see if I can get this clip up here for you guys, or if I need to, uh, whatever, if I need to do whatever it is I need to do. I put it up on our uh, Telegram channel. I would definitely recommend you guys to go get it. But Senator Amy Klobuchar said that we need a reset in our democracy, and that's exactly what January 2020 is about, or January 20th is about. And she's not that far off. This is the socio-political reformation. This is the paradigm shift. And this is what happens whenever we give all of our power over to these unelected officials that don't represent us. Give me a second. Here is, uh, let me go ahead and get this. Here is Senator Amy Klobuchar saying that we need a, a reset in our democracy, and that's what January 20th is about. I think if no one appreciated our democracy before and kind of took things for granted, they can't do that anymore after what they saw at the Capitol. My second reaction to your question is, there's no one better to do this than Joe Biden. He has the track record of working across the aisle and bringing people together. He's put a tremendous team in place that already has a plan that's been commended about how to get the vaccine out about how to open up our economy again, about how to open our schools again. And you only do that by ramping up in a major obsessive way, the distribution of that vaccine and the production of the vaccines uh, and the approval of additional vaccines. So it's that combination of the compassion for the people of this country, not waking up in the morning saying, what mean tweet can I write? What you know, insurrection can I start? Instead, waking up and thinking, okay, what are the uh, coronavirus numbers right now? What's happening in LA? What's happening in Green Bay, Wisconsin? That's what we need in a president. So that's how I look at it. He's the perfect man for the right job right now. And not only that, we need to have a reset in our democracy. And what, that's what January 20th is all about. You know, it's crazy. Is these people are going to wake up a couple months from now and reality is going to set in. They're going to think to themselves, my God, what the hell did I do? And they're going to say, what did I do? They're, 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 people are going to wake up a month from now 
whatever reality sets in, inflation's hitting up, crime's skyrocketing, you know, there's all this crazy shit going on. And they're going to think, oh my God, this is all because you didn't want Trump in? Yeah. Yeah. When, 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 when everything's start hitting the fan, they're going to blame Trump. They're going to try to, you know, glorify Biden, no doubt. But it's going to be, it is going to be a shit show. All because it wasn't Trump. All because it wasn't Trump. And I think it is going to be so, so, so crazy and glorious to see. Uh, because I don't think a lot of people could really understand a lot of things without it hitting them smack dab in the face. You know, that's the God to honest truth. People will say, oh, you know, you're one of them crazy Trump supporters, or oh, you're one of them crazy conservatives, or oh, you're one of them crazy Republicans. It's like, no, I've been here before Trump. I've been here before Obama. I've been here before Biden. And guess what? I'm going to be here after, too, because you don't see. You've got faith in this system. And what's crazy is now this system has been given incalculable amounts of power, and they're going to accrue even more power over the next four years. You've got radicalized people who cannot wait to try to wiggle their way into office to chastise, shun, deplatform, deperson, and unperson their adversaries. Remember, remember that whole discussion we were having about the First Amendment and respecting your other party's uh, 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 political position, respecting their free speech? Well, I tell you, these people don't give a shit about that level of courtesy and chivalry. What's going to happen is, like I said, they're going to wiggle their way into positions of power, be it FedBook, your local council, your local committee. They're going to try to find you. They're going to deperson you, and they're going to shut you down. All because it's not that it's, it, it's not that you're a problem. It's because you represent you represent ideals that they can't compete with. So they got to go ahead and just shut you down. You know too much. You better stop all that. You better stop all that thinking. You know, you want to talk about the Great Reset, the socio-cultural reformation that's going to take place. Think about this, man. Is it the Great Reset or is it the Great Repentance? Is it the Great Rebellion? Is it the Great Resistance? What about the Great Renaissance? But what about the Great Reformation? All of these things, the Great Reset, the Rebellion, the Repentance, Resistance, Renaissance and Reformation, all of these things require blood, sweat, and tears. I ain't gonna lie to you. Every single one of these things requires blood, sweat, and tears. And if you thought 2020 was something, being radicalized, traumatized and then let go 2021 is going to be on some epic level stuff and you need to pick a side you need to because and i had this i had this revelation a couple years ago that's how slow i am we are dealing with people who are consciously committed to evil you see how i'm trying to be like i'm 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 trying to be wholesome i'm trying to be good I'm trying to be decent. I'm trying to be chivalrous. I'm trying to be something. I'm consciously seeking after understanding God's will and trying to be like a good person. That's me. The people we're going up against, they don't care for that. If anything, they see it as a weakness and they try to exploit it. 
And so you need to make a decision. You ask yourself, hey, where am I going to be? What can I do? Do I, am I really about that life? Do you really believe in these things? Are you just LARPing? Are you just playing, are you, are you, are you just playing that on social media? Because I'm telling you, the good times are somewhat over, bro. Ali Moon Mama says, that's really divisive. I understand. And that's definitely not what I am trying to be. I, for quite some time, I've definitely tried to mend the divide, bridge the gap, fix that communication barrier. But even when I go to protests, people already have these thoughts in their minds. And so it doesn't matter how much information I present to them. It doesn't matter how nicely I try to explain these things. It doesn't matter because people have, again, they have committed either consciously or they have been brainwashed or they have been tricked and they don't want to admit that they've been tricked. So they're staying underneath that delusion, whatever it may be, that's them. I'm not trying to be divisive. That's the time frame that we're in. And you can have people say, oh, well, fix your rhetoric, be a little nicer, try to help people. The best way I can help people is by staying out here and being an outpost, showing them what this mindset looks like in action, in action showing what this type of lifestyle means. Not, oh, not, not, not tone it down because they, they, they need to understand it. No, they need to wake the fuck up and understand what the hell is happening to them because the stuff has already happened to us. It's already happening to them, but they, uh, we can't tone it down. How much time do we have? I want, to, I, want, I want to talk about how everything we're talking about right now, how this is leading or creating, leading to creating a discussion of separatism, secession movements, civil war, nationalism versus globalism, sanctuary states, pockets of normality, declarations of independence, autonomous zones, and zebellion. What we're... Because again, we have a mockingbird media, we've got AI behind it, we've got all kinds of stuff literally working against the populace. There's that new warfare, that, that warfare we're in, the hybrid warfare of 2020, where they're beginning to weaponize the population against the population. There's a lot of shit going on. So unfortunately, we are not able to have that, uh, that peacetime discussion of, 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 of reaching peaceful resolutions. You get me? Whenever I'm reading about how the CFR is acknowledging uh, how democracy is under attack by populism and how they mention the fact that we are in echo chambers of sorts. This is all done by design, by social media. This is why all those ads pop up whenever you start thinking about things, right? Because we are in echo chambers. They have the AI and, 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 and censorship, the social engineering aspect, all this stuff keeping us in our bubbles and then uh, gradually injecting new stimuli to help mix things up, like that, that's how it works. But because we're in these different pockets, we're in these different bubbles, it's the people at the top that can organize these things, have one bubble come into contact with another, either clash or absorb, you see? This is where we're at. And because they have so many people in different pockets, you know, you got the conspiracy theorists over there, you got the leftists over there, uh, uh, conservatives over there, you got your conscientious objectors over here. You got your anarchists and your accelerationists over there. You got your preppers over there. You got, you got all these different types of things. They can play this. They can play this against one another. And so you, you, you ask the question, well, if you're aware of this, how come you can't bridge the divide? 
because within these pockets of information, within these QAnon groups, these operation trust groups, people don't venture outside of their bubble or their sphere of information. They trust what they, they, trust what they see. They don't want to go outside of that. You see, and so because we are on this certain trajectory, there's very few people that want to take a step back and say, oh my God, what the hell is happening? Because you have very few people that are in that position, we're all in different bubbles, about to just clash with one another. And so whenever you see them demonize uh, uh, so-called Trump supporters, conservatives and Republicans, constitutionalists, Christians, and more, well, it's only a matter of time until it's you, my friend. Haven't you heard that poem? I forget how it goes, but it summarizes by the time, it's like by the time, by the time I wanted somebody to come stand up for me, there was nobody to stand up for me because we waited for everybody else. This is the trajectory that we're on. So I don't know if we have time to talk about separatism, secession movements, civil war, nationalism, globalism, sanctuary states, and all this other stuff. We might save that for the, for the next segment, but this is stuff I want people to think about going forward into the future. <laughs> this is, this is. This is the year 2021. They have plans and agendas for the next nine years. And it's out there in the public. That's the even crazier part. These sons of bitches write books about it. Klaus Schwab, like Klaus Schwab literally wrote COVID-19, the Great Reset. They write books about this type of stuff. The CFR, the Council on Formulations, literally comes out and tells you what is happening, what the plan is. But because people haven't developed that discernment to read in between the lines, develop discernment, and and, and look at the, the, the battle space that's going on, they're caught up in it. You know? They're caught up in it. So we have a very, very interesting year ahead of us, my friends. Look at this. Facebook censors Mexican Cardinal for denouncing New World Order. Look at this. Look at this. This is another one. This isn't Archbishop Carlo Vigano. This is another man of the cloth saying that, listen, the coronavirus pandemic is being used to usher in the new world order. They're like, get out of here, Cardinal. You better stop, you better stop telling them that. Facebook has censored a video of Cardinal Juan Sandoval Inuyes, Inuyes, Archbishop Emeritus of Guadalajara, for suggesting that globalist leaders are exploiting the coronavirus pandemic to bring about a new world order. Look at this. They're telling you what it is right out the bat. Well, but because you got to trust QAnon, you got to trust some shadowy, mysterious, freaking internet board forum name thing. Instead of trusting your own eyes, you're brainwashed. That, that, that is so crazy to me. <laughs> that is so crazy to me. You've got, again, archbishops, Cardinals, child sex trafficking coming out, the vaccines hurting people, Bill Gates, you know, in, 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 uh, being involved in geoengineering and weather modification. But don't trust that. Don't put those uh, 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 twos and twos together. No, no, no. QAnon told me to trust the plan, so I'm going to sit at home and get radicalized. Yeah, uh, uh, that's those stupid people. It's like, my freaking God, dude. This is... This is, this is sad. And I think anybody that's able to follow the show up until this part knows where this story ends. We've seen where this movie ends. We see where this mindset ends. And we're on a date with Destiny to see this train, the Trump train, crash and burn. 
and probably take a little bit of America with it. And that's sad to say, because I really thoroughly believe that Trump is doing some good, you know, and that's, I'll say this, the only thing Trump is guilty of, for me, if you want the truth, is tricking me to have faith in a system that I knew I shouldn't have faith in. It's the only thing he's guilty of. A couple other things as well, but you get what I'm trying to say. He did what he could, now it's up to us. It was always up to us. We, 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 we thought he was gonna save us, he wasn't gonna do anything. All he gave us was an opportunity to be confirmed about all these things we were seeing and more. And if we have any hesitations, any reservations about what's coming down the path, that's on us because it's coming. And it's coming for us. You know, this is the calm before the storm. Things are going to be good for a little bit. Everything's going to see, seem hunky-dory. All, all magnificent. You know, and then out of nowhere, just like us waking up snap dab in the middle of the new world order, having to wear masks to go out to eat, we're going to be inside of something else crazy. Right here, Biden planned 10 day blitz of executive orders to reverse the greatest damages of the Trump administration. <laughs> it is going to be wild. Everything that Trump did, Biden's just going to reverse it. Biden's just going to reverse it, and it's going to, like, we're already in massive debt, right? You're paying people to not work. I don't even understand how the hell that works as a business model. We're in massive debt. You know he's just going to start tacking on more debt, bringing in all kinds of other, like, <laughs> it's, it is, this is going to be crazy. This is going to be crazy. And then whenever you think about it, too, the people that are going to be coming in saying death to America, you know, destroy America. America was never great. America's never going to be great. No borders, no walls, no USA at all. It's, it's gone. It's gone. It's out of the window. You know, I'm not sure how much time we have, but uh, I want to see if I can get up this quick clip. And probably, I'm, I'm, I might not be able to play it in its entirety, but it's of a, uh, this former police chief on uh, the new Shepard Smith, the news with Shepard Smith talking about how white people are the greatest domestic terrorist threat that has not been dealt with. No, I don't think I have it queued up here. For the sake of time, I'm just going to go ahead and, and uh, kind of breeze through this, but it says, Right here, uh, former NYPD top dog says that for the last 20 years, our biggest concern was ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and now it is the citizens of the United States. It goes on to talk about how domestic terrorism has superseded the threat of international terrorism. <laughs> former New York City Police Commissioner Bill Bratton warned CNBC's The News with Shepard Smith that domestic terrorism has superseded the threat of international terrorism in the United States. Going on to say that, quote, for the last 20 years, our biggest concern was international terrorism, ISIS and Al-Qaeda, both of which the CIA helped create. Ratton said in a Friday interview, a Friday evening interview, quote, now it's here and it's us. It's the citizens of the United States, some of whom are rebelling against everything we thought we believed in the last 300 to 400 years. Former Homeland Security Department counterterrorism off official Nate Snyder echoed Brighton's statements 
on the news with Shepard Smith. Says that, quote, if you're talking about the lethality of the threat, domestic terrorism, meaning violent white, ne- uh, white supremacists, neo-Nazis, sovereign citizens, militia movements, they have been the most lethal threat in these past 10 years compared to Al-Qaeda and ISIS-inspired threats. There it is. How dare you stand up for yourself? How dare you come together? You know, that's why they told you you're not allowed to have like a Thanksgiving or a Christmas, right? Because you would congregate and you'd have a conversation about this and you'd say, my God, we've got to do something about this, but we can't act foolishly. We've got to use our heads. They can't have you thinking like that. Just don't go home for Christmas. Just don't see your family for Thanksgiving. You know what? Hop in a Zoom meeting so we can see what you're saying. Good. Good. It is truly crazy to see what is going on in this country uh, and how fast how fast we just found ourselves here. Here's another quick article for you guys. Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi suggest that Putin ordered Trump to launch the Capitol siege. It says that Hillary Clinton and Nancy Pelosi have called for a probe in Russian President Vladimir Putin's role in the Capitol riot. <laughs> so, you know, we're, 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 we're coming up on the end of this segment. We're gonna take a quick break and then come back with you guys. Hopefully you guys have more interesting things to say than what we're seeing here. Um, and in the next segment, maybe we'll talk more about separatism, secession movements, civil war, nationalism versus globalism, sanctuary states, pockets of normality, autonomous zones, and zebellion. But, you know, to close out this segment for you guys, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be back. You know, to close out this segment and to kind of shoot you guys straight with everything we just kind of hit with a shotgun's precision. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad to be back. I saw people getting taken down left and right. I saw parlor basically surge and then de- then get deleted. I saw. You know, the, 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 what is it, like 500 million active users on Telegram. I saw all this stuff go down. And I generally felt bad not being here in the saddle, being able to talk about this stuff and kind of be like a face for you guys to come, you know, to come look at. But at the same time, I don't know if that's my arrogance, my pride, or, or my solipsism or what, but that's me generally saying, like, I missed you guys. I missed this work. I appreciate being in this position. Uh, this is why I take the breaks is because whenever I'm in the middle of this flurry of doing everything, I really can't comprehend a a, a quarter of what I'm doing. I don't, I just go, I just go, 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 go until the end of the year. And I'm like, holy crap, we got to take a break. And then I'm gone for like three weeks, but I, I, but I appreciate being in this position because it's a massive responsibility. And I try to remind you guys that all the time. I mean, my God. This is why I ask the question, why are we still able to operate with, with all this censorship going down? I'm asking you guys now, well, why am I still here? I thought they would have got rid of me at the election, right? I thought they would have got rid of me with these, these, these censorship purges, right? Why am I here? I have to ask this question. But at the same time, I can't stay stuck on it because we are here to put forth this information. We are here to stay focused on the problem at hand, to not get 
caught up in the craziness, not get caught up in the lunacy, but to figure out what we're supposed to do. See that these things are happening, yes, and then respond accordingly. Because they want to terrify you and traumatize you into a position of pacification where you don't do anything. To where you run to the government for your sovereignty and for your will to live. To where you run to your phone and you say, what am I doing today, phone? I don't want to think for myself. Thinking's too hard. No, 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 no. We don't do that here. What we do is we look at all this stuff, we confront the harshness of reality, and we say, what is it that we can do? What can we do with what we can do? That's the sad truth. You gotta ask yourself, if we, if, and I don't know if this is me having a kid, man, but if we were having these conversations with our parents and their parents, this is why you hear it all the time. Oh my, if my grandfather was here, he wouldn't put up with this shit. Oh, if I had my, my great grandfather was here, he wouldn't put up with none of this. You're right. You're right. So what happened to us? Did we become pussies in that time frame? You got to ask the question. Is it because no one did anything for like multiple generations that we don't found ourselves here? You got to think that for the past 30 to 40 years, we have literally been pacified, not only with drugs, but with technology. People didn't have these conversations about having a pro-human renaissance-based future, not getting closer to God, not getting into the land, not practicing group economics and doing something. They didn't have this faith in the system because they understood that the system was corrupt and they tried to pull power away from the system. So no, not now. No, within that 40 year time period, we sucked. We sucked massive eggs and didn't do anything. So as such, we are now given the decision. Do you want to keep sucking? Or do you want to try to start to do something a little bit different? Do you want to stand in the way of change, in the way of the future, shout it down with the best of your ability, and then ride that wave? Or just trust the plan. Wait for somebody else to tell you what to do. Yeah, you gotta ask that question, man. It's something I'm asking myself. How much of this can I talk to my kids about? What will their battles be like? And are we even looking that far down the road? Do we even care? Or are we just coming around the water cooler trying to seem cool and intellectual like we really give a shit when we don't know nothing? Yeah. This is the world. This is 2021. And this is the first segment. But we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, I'll uh, try to get a little bit more Get the head more in the game. I want to talk about uh, separatism, secession movement, civil war, all of this somewhat rather radical discussion talk points that are popping out because of the times that we have found ourselves in. Hopefully, uh, I'll be joined by you guys, our guests, who either have questions about the break, questions about the capital siege, questions about the page, questions about whatever's happening in the real world. Just questions. I appreciate talking with you guys. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be joined by you guys and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction over here on Factions of Freedom, and we'll be right back right after this. Understand what's going on around you. You are in a state of war, and you have precious little time to save yourself. 
slow process, which we call active measures. The first stage being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. The next stage is destabilization. What matters is essentials. Economy, foreign relations, defense systems. The next stage is crisis. With a violent change of power, structure and economy, period of normalization. This is what will happen in the United States if you allow all these schmucks to put a big brother government in Washington, D.C. We will promise lots of things, never mind whether the promises are fulfilled or not. time bomb is ticking, but every second the disaster is coming closer and closer. The danger is real. In a world where secret powers are at play, where nothing is as it seems, one brand of clothing gives Crusaders of Truth a voice. One brand. In the fight against terror, deceit, and destruction. We are not merchants of fear. We are not a parody of free thinkers. It was almost like they ignored it because they wanted it to happen. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat. This season, get ready to awaken the masses. Forget the politicians. Politicians are put there to give you the idea that you have freedom of choice. You don't. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. Forbidden clothes. Because if you know, you know. Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with, with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing, germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from? in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous and it goes to ridiculous lengths. Fear of germs, why these fucking pussies? <laughs> Hey, where's your sense of adventure? Take a fucking chance, will you? <laughs> Besides, what do you think you have an immune system for? It's for killing germs. But it needs practice. It needs germs to practice on. So, so listen. So listen. If you kill all the germs around you and live a completely sterile life, then when germs do come along, you're not going to be prepared. And never mind ordinary germs. What are you going to do when some super virus comes along that turns your vital organs into liquid shit? I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to get sick, you're going to die, and you're going to deserve it because you're fucking weak and you got a fucking weak immune system. 
Now, goddammit. Hey, let me tell you a true story about immunization, okay? When I was a little boy in New York City in the 1940s, we swam in the Hudson River, and it was filled with raw sewage, okay? We swam in raw sewage, you know, to cool off. And at that time, the big fear was polio. Thousands of kids died from polio every year. But you know something? In my neighborhood, no one ever got polio. No one ever. You know why? Because we swam in raw sewage. It strengthened our immune systems. The polio never had a prayer. We were tempered in raw shit. Salutations, my friends. Salutations. Bow, bow. Inauguration day. I can't get over this meme. I cannot get over this meme of Joe Biden being sworn in by stormtroopers. Hilarious. It is hilarious. You know, this particular uh, segment of this minicast is called Zebellion. I think it's only appropriate because, you know, we're starting this episode off with a spicy meme of Joe Biden being sworn in by stormtroopers. And, of course, a generation would rebel against this. They would be retarded to to not to. <laughs> At June 5th, 2020, I put up this article from uh, Signs of the Time. It says Pentagon War Game includes scenario for military, uh, for military response to domestic Gen Z rebellion. Yep. I love synthwave music. Salutations, my friends. I love simply music. Pentagon War Game includes a scenario for military response to domestic Gen Z rebellion. In the face of protests composed largely of young people, the presence of a military on the streets of major cities has been a controversial development. But this isn't the first time that Generation Z, those born after 1996, has popped up on the Pentagon's radar. Thank you, music, for that epic drop-in. So documents obtained by The Intercept via the Freedom of Information Act revealed that a Pentagon war game called the 2018 Joint Land, Air, and Sea Strategic Special Program, or JLASS, offered a scenario in which members of Generation Z, driven by malaise and discontent, launched a rebellion in America in the mid-2020s. The Zebellion was the Zebellion plot was a small part of the JLASS 2018, which also includes featured scenarios involving Islamist militants in Africa, anti-capitalist extremists, 
and ISIS successors. The war game was conducted by students and the faculty from the U.S. military's war colleges, the training grounds for prospective generals and admirals. While it, explicitly, while it is explicitly not a national intelligence estimate, the war game, which covers the future through early 2028, is intended to reflect a plausible depiction of major trends and influences in the world's regions, according to the more than 200 pages of the documents. Now, before I continue on there, I want to say go ahead and say salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning into this edition. Hair's looking crazy. I'll get it, I'll get it touched up here in a few. Uh, but I want to say thank you guys for tuning into this edition and this segment. We are going to be joined by you guys in this segment. Hopefully people have things they want to talk about. Uh, the troops in D.C., Biden's inauguration, censorship, right? What does this look like going forward? Things like this and more. Uh, I didn't really get around to talk about it in the previous segment, but you may have noticed that we are now partners with My Patriot Supply. That's what all of that griping got me last year, is a public partnership with My Patriot Supply. Uh, I don't have the totes here in front of me. I've actually given some away as Christmas presents. Um, people really do think about that. Old folks really do like that. The elderly really do appreciate that because they understand what's going on. They don't want to wait in lines. And it, 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 it's insurance you can eat. So I think it's crazy that last year I was harping on getting storable goods for my 28th birthday. That's what I was doing because January is my birthday month. My 28th birthday, I was looking at storable goods because the economy was going to shit. And then on my 29th birthday, I'm attending an ultrasound. I think that's kind of crazy, but that's just kind of how the world works. Um, if you guys want to support this operation, you could do so by joining our patreon.com forward slash freedom faction exclusive membership program. I had a couple of people message me over the break saying, EJ, like, where are you? Where are you? Like, oh my God, where, where are you going to be if they get rid of you on Instagram? Right there. I'll be on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction. Join us. Uh, I, I, you may have noticed that in the previous segment, I pulled a lot of things from my Telegram channel. I'll put that in the description bar below. That was another thing I didn't get around to promoting. We currently have uh, 476 members, over 200 that have joined us uh, in between the break. We're growing. And it's all because of you guys' continued support. This is why I say that I'm a manifestation of you in Lakesh. Uh, we are a mirror of one another. Everybody's, everybody that is joining us on both Telegram, on Signal, on Patreon, and uh, uh, Clout Hub, right? All these other platforms are people who are not only hungry for the information, but see what we've created, and they want to help expand it. So help us by joining us. Patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction. You can go ahead and get uh, storable goods from My Patriot Supply. Because I'm telling you, you know, you, you, listen, listen. All year, they prepared you for bread lines. All year, they got you used to seeing people wait outside the stores, food shortages, seeing, seeing stuff that's not there. It's not going to be like this this year with all the riots and the stuff that took place last year. You think those stores are going to be able to build back? Nope. Biden's already coming in saying, hey, I'm going to give select groups of people money to help get themselves on their feet. Some of you other folks, you're just out of luck. We already saw that fall through with the Paycheck Protection Program, how some people didn't get 
money, right? I'm telling you, if you think the economy we have is stable, you're a fool. And if you're not trying to prepare in any way, shape, or form, you're a fool. And I'm going to just shoot you straight. Because I think that that's the beautiful thing about the position we have now found ourselves in. We don't have to lie to you. We have to tell you the truth. That's our only superpower. That's our only gift. So get storable goods. Get water. Get water filtration. Get, 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 get all kinds of stuff that makes you mobile. Um, I said I'd, I said I'd talk more about this last year. Maybe I'll try to find some time to put it together this year. Uh, but gray man briefings is very important. Being able to, to disappear and dissolve is important. Mobility of, of, of all your equipment is important. There's a lot of stuff that goes into not only being able to disappear, but being able to effectively operate in this, in this environment. Things are crazy, guys. And uh, if you don't think you need to change or, or, or mix a couple things up, you're going to get left behind. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to pull on somebody first before I start getting into some of these other topics, uh, the Great Reset, separatism, secession movement, civil war, uh, Zebellion and more. I'm going to pull on somebody first and get their thought process, stick my finger in the air, figure out which way it's blowing, and then we'll go from there. Let's go ahead and get, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. El mundo como el esta, ella esta. I hope you can correct me with the name if you decide to join us. Oh. Hey. Hey! You uh, you switched your <laughs> name. Oh, John. John Victor, how are you? John, yeah. I'm good, thank you. <laughs> how was your New Year's? This is my other account. Okay. Well, what? I said, how was your New Year's? Well, it's it was fine, yeah. Just spent some time with family. Uh, my godfather. It was okay. <laughs> hey, man, that's a blessing. Some folks weren't able to. So is this um yeah. is this like the, the the business profile or the the work profile or I just created it for uh, to have some place where I could write good uh, my thoughts because in my personal account there's a lot of uh, colleagues from the university right and the universities here in Brazil are they're maybe even worse than the ones that you have in America Ooh. it's just it's terrible so you had to like create like a separate account to actually have free thoughts that weren't being censored by your universities yes I would have more trouble uh, in my university than I already have <laughs> because I'm a bit of a pariah there but it's all right it's I wear it as a badge of honor you should man how dare you for having dangerous thoughts that you can back up with facts? Right. How dare you? Counterculture? That's terrible. <laughs> well, talk to me, brother. How? Uh, I'm I'm curious. Where? I'm curious to see what America looks like uh, from your point of view. But what's on your radar? What's What's going on in in John's world? Well, it's it's the same kind of divisive. Uh, uh, dynamic right some 
uh, the Brazilian conservatives uh, support Trump. Uh, we resonate the, the suspicions about electoral fraud. The, the, the progressists here, they, they are just happy, right? Uh, I've seen some uh, infiltration about in the pro progressive bubble about uh, Biden as he really is, right? Uh, he was like an old politician, uh, did a lot of what we call here uh, the American imperialism, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that's uh, something our, uh, I study international relations, right? And there's a lot of talk about it, but in Biden's case, it has been completely ignored. Yes. Right. He passed his new uh, uh, office. You have some really uh, scary people in his office, like an old lady from the CIA mm -hmm. who responsible for uh, the black sites. <laughs> but that's being ignored, right? Well, they're what, and I can, what I've noticed they're doing with already with the Biden Harris administration is they're demonizing conservatives, Republicans, Trump supporters, and people like that. But then on the flip side, they're saying, Kamala, how did you get those Timberlands so clean? Wow, your mm -hmm. shoes are immaculate. We need to deplatform yeah. all these Trump supporters. We need to get them in truth and reconciliation camps, put them in determined camps. Joe Biden, what's your favorite color of ice cream? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm noticing that two different worldviews go on. And yeah. so people aren't really being informed about the policies of Biden. Things like Operation Dark Winter, his COVID-19 action plan, things like this, who he's pulling into cabinets, things like this. But instead, they're, they're going ahead and taking the route to demonize uh, people who are actually aware of this. Can you speak a little bit to that? I know that's, that's, that's more the media manipulations, but uh, please continue. It's the, when we think about the book 1984, the, I'm not sure about the, the term in English, is the double thinking. Double standards, precisely. Yes, uh, you can uh, conciliate two opposing ideas at the same time, right? That's a very... Cognitive dissonance. Yes, it's, it's a sort of cognitive dissonance. And that's what happens in this particular case. They ignore all things that go completely against their, wor their supposed worldview, the progressive worldview. Uh, and focus on these other things like Kamala's dress and all this stuff uh, and forget about very important things like his office, right? Mm -hmm. the, the guys with uh, very close ties with the military-industrial complex. It was something the left should demonize if they were logical. Well, they've what the left has done, it seems like to me, is they've cozied up to power. A couple of years ago, they would have been anti-corporation. They would have been anti-wars and all this. But something happened mm -hmm. over the Trump presidency to where they're like, yes, we need to use these corporations to silence like our opponents. Of course we need bigger government. That's how we're going to get these guys in, in, in FEMA camps. It's like, what? It, it's like Vision a liberal that. point of view just like went right out the window. We, yeah, completely. Billionaires with uh, uh, wealth uh, centralization, right? Billionaires just got very richer. Uh, but the, the, the left is 
applauding it, like, <laughs> it's completely a cognitive dissonance. Well, they, they come to the power thinking that they're going to use it when they're going to be the first ones that are sacrificed. Yes, exactly. I was having a, a kind of problematic thought about it. You know, I think that this, the all this identitary politics, yeah. they could also uh, work as a mean, as a way of of separating the weak, the the those who are too uh, soft, that they would not be able to survive in this new world order, right? For example, when you think about it. A conservative, conservative person like the, the the regular Afghan conservative person, he he would be more uh, suitable for the desires of this new world order. They would just work, keep on with their lives, right? But the 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 activists in the left, the progressive activists, they uh, they have way more critical thinking than a, dicta a dictatorship like that would would uh, allow, you know? Yes. Did, you, did I make my feel clear? No, yeah, that they want for, 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 for what they're setting up, they need a brainwashed, dumbed-down population of people that don't really think critically and are willing to put two and two together, come up with... Uh, critical thinking, expose the problem, and at the same time come up with solutions. What they want is a dumbed-down, ignorant population that's running to them, asking, how are we going to get ourselves out of the situation you put us into? That's what they want for us. That's how a dictatorship works, is for us to have centralized and consolidated power, for us to run to the, run to the problem, begging for a solution, because that's how it works. They've created the problem, and they've, they've, they've manipulated it to where we go to them for the solution. It's the old revolutionary dynamics. We, you need the, the, the radicals to do in order to perform a revolution. Yes. But you cannot govern uh, uh, with them after the revolution. Yes. So they are the first ones to be wiped out. Uh, in your uh, previous segment, you were talking, you talked a lot about, about a lot of very interesting things. Uh, the book, it's the Schwab's book. Oh, Schwab's book. Good. I'm reading it right now. It's all marked, and it's been very interesting and kind of a surprise because he actually lays out some of the globalist problems mm -hmm. that they're facing. So it is a good read for for someone who's anti-globalist because uh, he shows some of the problems that they're facing, and we could explore these problems. For example. The, Just the interject impact. real quick, because I, I I want you to tell me, but I also want you to tell me privately, because I'm working on a 25-point proposal where it basically looks at everything that we're being affected by with globalism, like politically, economically, culturally, with our infrastructure, uh, even environmentally, coming up with a 25-point plan that addresses what we think of as globalism, and then kind of reverse engineering that as like a pro-America, pro-individual type agenda. So pro-national. Pro, yeah, pro-national agenda. That's what I mean by fighting globalism locally. Uh, but if you could, try to tell me with that in mind and then message me after this because I, I, 
I'm trying to come up with a plan for us. <laughs> yeah, I could. I would be glad to help. I've I've been studying this globalist phenomenon for around five years now. Good. Uh, it's I I I believe I can get into their heads a bit. Um, what I was going to talk oh, the that idea of a uh, word government, right? In Klaus Schwab's book, he actually says that this would be a very big problem. And he proposes another direction, the direction of regionalization. Yes, I told so, you. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, my God. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, oh, my God. I knew, I knew that the uh, uh, complete uh, world government would be impossible in this century. There's too many but, hiccups. Uh, There's no way to get an entire unified populace to agree upon anything, a set of values of anything. They would have yeah. to go down to regionalism where they're able to enforce these and, and the moment they sections to uh, the moment they need to go to war, it would be a problem for them. Precisely. That would, yes. Um, so that's something they will try to avoid. For example, this regionalization, I was thinking about it. Uh, the, the 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 idea of, of what would be a possible world government would be the uh, Western Hemisphere, so Europe, North America, South America, uh, with intrusions into Africa, uh, the Middle East, and and Asia. But with regionalization, we have a different prospect. Actually, South America got out of it. You have, we will have two blocks, uh, two ma three major blocks actually, the, the North America, Europe, Asia. Uh, but. No, that's, the, that the, sounds right. That sounds right in alignment with the USMCA, with the North American Trade Agreement, where they just mix uh, uh, Canada, Mexico, Canada, America, and Mexico together to where they have like a, a general centralized region. We will see a lot of movement in that direction under Biden, yes. Biden's administration. I agree. Uh, Europe is all set up, basically. Uh, and the, in Asia, it's going very fast. The ASEAN, ASEAN, A-S-E-A-N, a, -A, uh, a, a block, an economic block. Okay. Maybe that's in Portuguese. <laughs> uh, it's moving really fast. So that would be the block. It's an interesting thing that uh, Australia, New Zealand, right, the Oceanic, the Oceanics, uh, Oceanics, yeah, uh, they are going to assume the role as the new, the new leverage for the for the for the globalists. That was the the Sweden. Uh, Denmark, right? They, they did that. They used that region to test some new policies, but it's 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 reached the 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 the, the capacity. Mm. Now it's going to go head to Australia, Australia, and New Zealand. There's going to be a lot of problems for them. You know, it's interesting you say that because a couple of years ago, is either New Zealand or Hawaii. No, I think I think Zuckerberg got kicked out of Hawaii and then he moved to New Zealand. So it's interesting that you mm. say that because there's definitely been reports of people kind of expatriating 
to New Zealand and to Australia uh, prior to the pandemic. And I was always wondering, why are those people going there? If Australia is one of the main places where they're experiencing some of this tyranny, why do you have people going there? Well, that's where they're setting up basically their new base of operations. Yes, it's a, and if you think uh, strategically, it's a better, uh, it's a better uh, than uh, North Europe would be. No, I, I definitely agree. John, we could, oh my God, man, we could definitely talk about this for quite some time. Message me. You know what? I'm, you know, I'll message you because I'm just getting back into the weird things. You just bugged the leader. What did you say? I'll say, I said I was going to message you because we could talk forever about this and we definitely need to. Uh, but I want to get other people on here so we can talk more about this in the future. But final words, what do you want to leave the people with for this segment? And I'll see you next time. Um, I would... Let's see. One thing. <laughs> um, treat, be careful with your spiritual and energy uh, health. Right? That's very important. Everything we're seeing is uh, the masks, the, the lockdowns, all this... Uh, psychological warfare it the, the the main reason for this is to uh, low lower the the vibration yes the vibrational for, from the people yes. so you will be weak this disencouraged um you cannot if you don't do anything this will suck your energy out and then if you, it happens to you, there, you will be completely vulnerable. You won't be able to resist. You won't be able to think. You won't have the strength for it. So you got to uh, take care of that particular aspect. Yes. Okay? I agree wholeheartedly, brother. I think uh, it's, it's, it is glitching right now. John, it is, it's, it's glitching right now, my friend, but I'm going to let you go. John, can you hear me? Yes. It was glitching for a yeah. second there. Uh, yeah, I, I was just thinking about something, uh, a few things like uh, the, uh, <laughs> I don't know the terms for these things in, in English. Uh, but uh, look after it. some things that you can do in, with yourself, with your family, in your own home to protect your home and your families, and and get out of this of this bad energy that is completely it has completely surrounded everything. Yes, John, I gotta I gotta let you go, buddy. But I'll talk to you soon. Be safe. You can text me if you want. We we can discuss that thing. All right, I'll message you either. I'll message you either here or on Telegram. Okay, thank you. Be safe, brother. You too. There he goes. I uh, there goes John. No, he's got an interesting point there. You cannot let this stuff get to you. 
I can tell you that uh, I have been prayed over. I've been prayed over like somebody put the cross over my head, prayed over me. You know, I've been a part of like prayer sessions. I've been a part of prayer groups. And I say that because in these past couple months, I have been exposed to such powerful energy that failure is not an option. And that he's right. Like you've heard people come on the show and say, talking about spiritual hygiene and more. There is a spirit being poured out right now. But it is only for those that want to take it up and grab it. You get me? And he's right. Everything that's happening right now is definitely designed to demoralize you. It's, to de it's designed to break you down. It's designed to make you give up, to not care. That's the whole point. That's what, that's, that's what I was talking about with accelerationists and uh, extremists and things like that. People that don't want to build anything, that don't want to save anything, that are just like, mess it. Let the, you know, uh, let it all burn. And I get that. But precisely, Andre Seven Shalom, that's the Antichrist spirit. That's the spirit of destruction. Not of restoration, of degeneration, of decadence. You know, there's a lot of things that John said that I hope he joins us again to talk about because it's, it's everything here. The separatism, the secession movements, the civil war, all that, he was right when he was saying that war would be bad for these people. This is somehow why they... This is getting a part of that 40 chess. If they can put the troops out there, they can radicalize people to go out there to go shoot the troops, then they have a reason to, 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 to justify the taking of people's rights, the right to bear arms, the Second Amendment, the First Amendment. It's very, very tricky what's happening here, you see. War would be bad for these people, but at the same time, they could manipulate that outcome. War is not good for them even though they profiteer from it. We're moving into a different phase now, the sharing of research, or the sharing of resources, right? We're moving away, hopefully, from war, from world war and things like that, right? The sharing of resources, water, uh, food, things like this. You'll hear that because of COVID-19, all the, the supply chain breaking down and people not being able to get certain products, certain supplies, resources, and more. You're going to hear a lot more of that begin to be discussed in this time period. This is why Joe Biden says he's going to shut down the oil and gas industry, moving us into renewable technology. Well, what happens whenever not everybody's able to get the same amount of energy or the same amount of resources or the same amount of power, food, supplies, whatever it is, because of the lockdowns, because of the security checkpoints, because of the breakdown of the supply chain and more. This is a part of the Great Reset, right? Like, I, I, I don't have uh, the little graph here, but I heard people in the chat talking about how we sound like we're going into the Hunger Games. This is why I freaked out talking about how nationalism versus globalism will devolve into regionalism because that's the, these are two polarizing, opposing forces, right? You can't have somebody that's over here fully for their country being exposed to the world. This is why North Korea looks like a joke in the modern time period, because they have access to technology, the smart like internet and more, yet you guys are staying within your bubble, very isolationist. What that's going to end up doing is forcing us to go into the 
regionalistic mindset, the USMCA, right? US, Mexico, and Canada agreement, where we don't necessarily pay attention to what's happening on the globe, but we pay attention to what we're able to produce for the global market, right? I think out here in the Southwest, I would be involved in mining. I'd be involved in the mining aspect of it. I think over there in Texas is where uh, agriculture and cattle, uh, cattle raising, animal husbandry and farming. And then over there in California is like the luxury supplies with diamonds and things like that. FEMA already has like an entire little district, pro, a little district outline showing you where you're going to be. The author of Hunger Games took that a step further and said, okay, well, based off of what these guys are putting out there, their projections, uh, looking at whatever statistics and research and information they have up at the time, they wrote a story about it. That's what Hunger Games is. It's our future. So when I'm talking about the separatism, the secessionary movements, the civil war, the Great Reset, the Zebellion, Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, that's all in that time frame. We are going to begin to see a fracturing and a breaking apart of the world that we once knew, where, again, you're going to have pockets of normality to where you're going to have, again, uh, sanctuary states, states that are beholden to the Constitution versus states that are beholden to the United Nations, right? You already know California is going to be one of them. You already know New York's going to be one of them. Texas might be one of the states that stays tied to the Constitution, but you get what I mean. And so on the surface, this all sounds well and fine, but we have been a nation for the better part of 200 years that has operated as a collective. When we start breaking apart, yeah, I'm telling you, it's going to be like the Hunger Games. It's going to be like a, a, a road warrior level stuff. You got to think, man. I, I was thinking about this the other day. We're not making any massive monuments, any beautiful buildings. We're not erecting anything. We're getting on goddamn social media, twittering and twatting and chatting, talking smack like that's the cast me out. We're not building anything. We're becoming agitated, radicalized, angry, and destructive. We have to, we have to try to stop our impulses of being angry, degenerate jerks that want to destroy everything. Let me go ahead and start getting some other people on. That's just my thought process. Let's go ahead and get uh, Lucas Coroyera. Lucas, join us, my friend. I hope I pronounced that appropriately. Hey, man. What's up? How are you, brother? I'm good, man. Let me put my friend on the show today. Yeah, man. I'm a huge fan of you, man. I'm from Brazil. I appreciate that, my friend. Uh, what what made you find the page, and how does America look to you right now? Man, I start following. Um, I I don't even remember how, but uh, I stick with because it's only a few person that are talking about what's happening in the world, man. It's all fake fake news. So and the the people that are talking about. They are the conspiracy theories, you know, like they are not taken serious. So it's like 1% knows what happened. And the other people are sleeping, man. I don't know what's happened. It's great. You know, the, best, the best thing I can say 
is we have to we we have to stay in our lane. Everybody else that's unaware of these things that are taking place, they don't understand that there's a completely different culture, a completely different lifestyle, a completely different narrative surrounding everything that's going on here. They're yeah. tied into what they know, and they don't want to know anything different. And that's okay. What we have to do is do the work to show them where they can exit out to. They're stuck inside of the matrix. These are people we're trying to wake up. We keep on the path we're doing. They'll come find us. We just got to leave them breadcrumbs. But that's how this works, man. Yeah, man. Is it is what you were saying? Like the people today only want to take, 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 not giving, man. They they want to do the work, you know. They want to do anything, just complain and stay home. And ah, yeah, of course, lockdown. These people is all about science and nothing happens, man. It's, it's only getting worse, actually. Well, it's it's to perpetuate compliance. Whenever you got to think about it, bro. Whenever there is more of a market for people to put masks on than there is for a campaign to tell people to get healthy, that shows you they have made slavery trendy and becoming healthy dangerous. Does that yeah. make sense? It's yeah, become bro. trendy and cool to put a mask on and show like, yeah, I'm with the system. I'm doing my part. Instead of saying, fuck that, I'm hitting the gym. I'm going out there. I'm getting healthy. Don't put that mask on me. Yeah, That's for the difference. Sure. I don't use masks, man. Never. Like, they are not about your health, you know? It's what I'm doing. Like, working out every day, eating, eat, 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 eating good. And, good. yeah, man, stick with the plan because, like, I can change this, but I I can have my, my I can, I only, only, what is in my power is, is do my, my role, you know, to be a good citizen, help others. And be healthy, you know, be ready to what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. Man. No, and that's, that's, that's what I've learned about freedom. That's what I've learned about sovereignty. That's what I've learned about individuality. No one can promise you the tomorrow that you're expecting other than doing the work that you have to for today. And because you have a lot of people that want to go along to get along because they can expect for somebody else to tell them how good shit's going to be, that's where they go. They don't do any of the work to secure their freedom and their security for tomorrow today they don't do that there's a mind it, it's it's a it's a crazy mindset of compliance capitulation and slavery that's being put out there but exactly and man you 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 you're gonna think that's funny but like uh here in brazil i only knew about america like about the news right so when the george floyd thing happened all oh, black lives matter all this shit i was like yeah man hell yeah black lives Black Lives Matter, of course, I am black, but it's all bullshit, you know, like this. But people can see that, you know, what I'm talking about. And it's like a hype, like, or the famous people are talking about black lives, or I'm talking about, like, I'm going to be in the circle. And it's like, fucking, man. And if, if you don't see this, you keep doing, thinking you, you are a good person. Like, we stop doing the really work for post on instagram like oh yeah i'm a good person like look my post you know but i i don't give a damn about anything you know that's the situation but lucas okay i can't hear you i can't hear you can you hear me i can hear you now 
Uh, you talk a lot about this, like, hey, stop listening to me here in Instagram. Like, go do the work. Go outside because people forget about doing this, man, you know? Well, you know, I'll say this, and then I want to get your opinion on, on, on the Biden. Uh, I'll say this and get your opinion on the Biden inauguration. I think, and I got this question by one of my exclusive members on our last meeting. They said, I need to show more of what I'm doing to help people because I, I, that's the thing. When you do the work, you don't see how many other people you're saving. And I guess a better example for that is when you go out there to the gym and you don't wear a mask, other people look at you at the gym and they're like, well, he's not wearing a mask. I'm at least going to pull mine down. And so when you have five people pulling their masks down, other people are going to come in saying, well, if he doesn't have his mask, they're pulling their down. I'm not even going to put my on. Exactly. We're not thinking that mindset. We're not wanting to have a moment of being uncomfortable, knowing that we can help liberate and save other people. We just want to keep our heads down, not fuck the system, and not get in trouble. And, and I feel that. But at the same time, who are we leaving behind in our cowardice? Who are we not freeing because of our own fear? And that's the mindset I have these days. But Lucas, let me get your opinion real quick, my friend. What are, what, yeah. What's your thoughts on the Biden inauguration, on them trying to install Biden as our president? Man, I think that the, this is a fraud, like Trump was elected, you know, and this is clear. But the media wants to sell that Biden is the good guy, but people don't want to see this, you know, man. So I, I am the crazy in talking about Trump, you know, because the media, like, they visualize this this whole image that he's crapped and mm -hmm. he do nothing and all. So like you can't talk with oh man he's the better option because people understand it. And I think that uh, Biden is gonna be the person to China gonna control you, the America man. I think with Biden in there, you know, because he's a puppet, you know. But see, I bet you're a hardworking man, Lucas. I bet you go to work, you pay your bills. You love women. You love your life. Yeah, you're not man. a scumbag. You don't like lies. I bet you're a good person, bro. I see. I bet you see all this stuff going on, and you say, "Oh my God, how how can America elect this traitor?" Like, what? Yeah, like, speak to that to me, man. Like, how does America? Look yeah, man. In, in me, Brazilian America was like the like the place that we we're gonna work and someday have a chance to go and live a better life and this is like all go down you know but uh, people are not seeing this man they're only gonna see when be destroyed you know when in the, the ground and then you want to see oh yeah this should happen but there's gonna be too late you know but i am seeing some stuffs that i don't know that is true i i, I want you to comment on that is that trump is letting this uh, National Guard uh, be there so he can like pull up in the last second because he can do the he can do the command that like oh you work for me now and like martial law I don't know and start attacking these terrorists man because Antifa and Black Lives Matter man it's not is like they are terrorists like they are destroying everything but they are paying to this man it's all it's so so sophisticated that I can't even like I can't even talking about it. No, I see it, but it's it's too complex.
it's that's that's the idea man is to is to make the truth a lie they have to flip it on its head yeah and that's 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 how this inversion tactics works uh you know with trump he has i'm not sure how many hours until he's he's sworn in he only has a couple of hours to pull off anything if he does you know he could say you know martial law executive order of the insurrection insurrection act that guy's a criminal he's in court cases he could use the military to 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 detain people like joe biden and stop his whole transition into power they might call him like an authoritarian or a dictator for doing so but that might also be him lawfully and legally executing the constitution i'm not sure there's like there's there's not a lot of moves that yeah. you can make right now but it also frustrates me to think of trump's whole presidency kind of ending on what feels like a whisper yeah like for this this man to have like a monumental administration taking care of all the stuff he's doing for him to just kind of bro drift Ob away Ob into obscurity it doesn't make sense this all happened with obama right like mm -hmm. trump was trying to save usa from this all but the media obama is the king is the best president but it's all mm -hmm. that's the thing man it's all fake news that you can this thing, this thing, what, what is right or is wrong, you know, because like it's, 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 it's bad, it's bad, man. It but is. the thing is, uh, you think that it's, it's going to be good if he pull, pulls out like a martial law or something like that? I don't know, for saving Biden? Saving I'm not US sure, man. Biden? I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, you know, because I feel like if he were to enact martial law or the Insurrection Act, stuff that the country would be on like immediate lockdown yeah we might be safe with biden but we've got to think about these other deep state elements that would try to usurp trump's authority while the military is in place and so yeah we might get rid of one threat but we also might might be inviting like another in and so it's like oh it's like it, it, it's frustrating because we see what the potential outcome could be for one scenario and it truly is like a, a lesser of two evils type thing and so the sad part is, is it looks like Biden's going to be installed and I don't think he's going to be there for that long. I think he's going to maybe be gone by April and then we're going to be dealing with a Harris administration. But that yeah, trips man. me out because people already know that, that Biden's a puppet. He's going to try to do as much as he can to sell the country out before he's either dead, gone, declared incompetent and out of the way. And then we're just going to be given Kamala Harris as a figurehead to help pacify the population, while at the, si at, at, at the same time, uh, systematically removing opposition and dissidents to this administration. It's gonna be crazy. Uh, as, yeah. as, mu as much as I would want Trump to, to do something, I feel like right now, dude, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't see it. Like, I want him, I, I think I'm with everybody else. I was talking about this in the previous segment with the hopium. I definitely want him to, to help, but it feels like we are definitely up the Yellow River. And the thing is, like, this all started with 15 days to to, to vote this spread, man. It's it, We're going to go about one year of lockdown. Right? She, she is crazy, man, you know? And people just want to work and pay their bills, but, oh, no, man, stay your house, like, lockdown. And the thing about the vaccines, man, a lot of people are dying. Here in Brazil, people are crazy to take this shit. That I am posting, and like people are start to get mad with me because I'm saying, man, this you not if like ten months to develop a vaccine is too too early, man. They are like doing like 
a live uh, experimental with everybody. Like, it's crazy. And I'm going to take this shit for real. Check this out. I don't. I wish I had some of the articles pulled up here. But there are people in Canada. There are people in Germany. There are people all over the world. Nurses. They're like, we are not taking the vaccine. There are people yeah. in prominent positions of power who say we're not taking the vaccine because they understand that the adverse side effects. Here, here's an article headline. Moderna vaccine causes, quote, severe side effects in up to 10 people prompting California to call for the pause of the rollout. Exactly. Huh. So right. adverse reactions, it's already killing people. Well, I talked about this at the end of 2021. Right? Yeah. People developing Bell's palsy to where half of their face is just like uh, stroke ridden. And they're like, hey, this is a great thing. People people need this shot. Let's give it to old folks. Let's give it to people with allergies. Yeah. All these people who, who have comorbidity factors, if they said, hey, shy population, away from it, we're Population control with this is like too much. You see Bill Gates talking about this all the time. Too much people in the world right now, and we need to slow down. It's crazy, man. I agree, brother. I, I, I definitely agree. Uh, final comments. What did you want to leave the audience with? Man, nothing. Just stay stay strong. Like what we're talking about, go go outside, be with nature, like sunlight, work out, you know, run. And be with your family, man. I don't know, like the the true the true story that Trump or Biden and in, anyone is good, you know, they all have your their instant their agenda to follow. And we have to do our, our own part, you know, our own life, man. Like, we need the money, but we need to, I don't know, man, it's crazy. I try to, 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 to not think about too much what's happening in the world and focusing my home, you know, my, my family, my, my life. But sometimes it's hard because we want to, we are too much people, man. If we can organize, nothing will stop us. But we cannot even agree with, like, with simple steps. So it's hard. <clears throat> Thank you, brother. That's all we have. All we have is time and yeah, what man. we do with it. And I know things are moving fast, but that's how progress works. It moves, it moves at a snail's pace. Uh, but, Lucas, I want to say thank you, brother, for joining us. Hopefully I see you soon. I'm going to save you on your uh, private member, man. I wanna, I'm already on the Telegram, but I'm going to be on the private member. I'll, I hope I hope to see you there soon, brother. Keep the work, man. Don't don't give up. You are important. You you changed my mind. You know, stuff. Appreciate. It. Glad I could help, brother. Stay yeah, safe. Man. You too. There he goes. Lucas Poruiera. I hope I pronounced that correctly. I see that you guys are telling me to kick out the what is her name? Seabaz. She's actually being smart right now, or he's being smart, whatever the troll's doing. They're not commenting, so I'm unable to do so. That's how these people work. They love to say inflammatory things just to kind of agitate you guys. You got to watch out for that. But um, next time they say something, they'll get the door real quick. But, but I really do appreciate Lucas hopping in and saying that, bringing this stuff, this type of stuff to our opinion or, uh, or to our attention, because people don't really see. They really don't. Uh, you know, and Sometimes we get trapped in our echo chambers. We get frustrated, hoping that the rest of everybody else will see what's happening. But that's the scientific dictatorship. That's the technocracy. That's how it works. 
giving you the illusion of freedom only to keep you inside of your echo chamber talking to your population of people. Uh, this is why in order for us to kind of bridge those gaps that we were talking about in the previous segment, we have to do different things. Uh, this is a part of the socio-cultural reformation. This is why they say politics is downward from culture. We have a culture of, de of decadence and degeneracy where it's cool to be a scumbag and not give a shit about anything. Great. That's not all right. What we need to have is a culture of restoration, of regeneration, of, of chivalry, of being decent. Holy crap of trying to give back to the community and your family and more. We don't have that. These days, you have organizations like Black Lives Matter that say, death to the to the nuclear family. Then you've got organizations like the Satanic Temple that are just like, heck yeah, give us access to your kids for after-school Satan programs. So if this is the culture, you can only imagine what kind of politics it's going to create. You know, <laughs> Lucas was right, man. People are so lost and in such a haze that they truly are unable to pull away from from the propaganda from from, from the alternative mindset from everything else that's going on this is what i mean by the hopium people hoping that you know ho hoping that they don't get the vaccine hoping that these things don't happen hoping that you know hope 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 what actions are you taking what work are you doing Right, I put those vaccine exemption forms in there, as well as a uh, ending of mandatory testing. And I, they, they, I, I think what I'm trying to say is, we get addicted to outrage. We don't get familiar with the actions. It's okay knowing the truth, but like Lucas says, sometimes we kind of get information overload and don't put it into play. And what I mean by that is, when you follow a lawsuit against the governor or you follow a lawsuit against the state or you follow a lawsuit against like anybody, you have to have facts, statements, evidence of everything that you're trying to get across to explain your, 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 your viewpoint. But whenever we don't really know what our viewpoint is, when we don't really care what we're trying to get out of this outrage, well, then we basically just invite more of it in. We become addicted to the outrage, we become addicted to being upset, and we don't do anything about it because we wait for tomorrow to be even more upset than we were yesterday. That's not what we should be doing. I should not be able to come up over here, get frustrated about this type of stuff, talk about it for several years, and not be able to come up with a solution. That's the problem. That's, that's, that's why we keep going in the circle. It shouldn't be. It should be a linear type thing. You get upset, you find a problem, you work on the solutions, move forward. But because that's not the thought process, we just keep getting upset, we get addicted to being upset, we don't do anything, the problems intensify, we've become even more powerless. This is what I'm trying to tell you, we have to stop, we have to stop this. We have to stop the Hegelian dialectic. We have to stop being addicted to outrage. We have to go through some of these processes. We have to start figuring out solutions. They're not gonna be fucking pretty. If they were pretty, if they were nice, everybody would be doing it all the time. We wouldn't be in this situation. Some of these situations and some, some of these solutions and answers are gonna be like pulling teeth from a stump. It's gonna be like, it's, it's, it's going to be really, really hard. It's going to be extraordinarily difficult. It's going to be opposite of what we know. But that's why you got to ask the question of what you do know and whether or not you want to go down that path. Let's go ahead and start getting somebody else on. Treant. What does that say? Tree. Ant. Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, Triant. 
So was was it? Am, am I saying it right, or is it? Just yeah, Trent? It's, it's Trent. It's it's actually just one e. Uh, that's that's me being a nerd, thinking that, like tree ant, like no, nah, that's my like that's my tree that's monster. my that's my rapper Instagram name. You know, like. <laughs> All right, what up? What up, tree ant? All right, How exactly. You, Exactly. Just playing around, though, man. But I do believe what you've been saying, though, man. Like, I just want to find out what's like, what what can be a solution to like this stuff that's going on. It's like a lot of things you want to address, but it's like nothing that you can really like get. I don't know an answer for. It's almost like they're making the answers for us in a way. Yes, yes, that's exactly what I was just talking about right there. They set us up to put us into a position that is only beneficial to them. When I'm talking about creating groups, committees, nonprofit organizations, voting with your dollars and voting with your lifestyle, that is a long, somewhat arduous process that only really shows results after two or three years. People want an immediate solution. That's why I have to go back to cultural change, not political change, not instant gratification. If we start, again, investing in businesses, corporate, not necessarily corporations, cultures, style, uh, art, music history any of these types of things that helps us fight these ideologies that helps us fight some of these problems but because again you have anti-american sentiments coming in here being funded by china it's the coolest thing ever to hate america you right. see how that works yeah, yeah, yeah that's we precisely jerry 25 we have to become counter economists we have to practice that conscious entrepreneurship because right now we're seeing that our that our that our vote is kind of defunct the best thing to do then is vote with your dollars, vote with your lifestyle, vote with your choices. Figure out different things that you can do that build up over time that can influence people to create that cultural wave that we can ride on, that Trump came in here and rode on, that we need to do better and keep 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 uh, keep evolving. Does that make sense? That's like, it's like a general a generalized answer, but does that make sense? Definitely, definitely. Like yeah, evolving out of all of this. I, I feel like yeah, this is just a evolve evolving um, process that's going on right now too. It's it's definitely a lot of effed up stuff going on, but it's definitely some good stuff that's gonna be uh weaving out of this, bro. And I, I just yes. hope I just hope to do man, like for the for the most part. And it's not like, you know, uh my lifestyle has changed in any way. You know, it's just looking at all these distractions and the news and whatever they want to like make pop off this week you know like the whole riot thing like i seen that like even corona took a day off like <coughs> no one talked about corona oh <laughs> no God. one talked about corona oh at all like, it was like the funniest thing and i was just like well i just at this point it's like news is just trying to like keep people engaged as possible and but i'm i'm glad a lot of people are questioning this like my parents is questioning this it's like i'm like wow like i I spent a year studying this, you know, meditating, going within just to like, know, like, okay, this whole thing is fake society. It ain't even real. It's, it's badly constructed. The the foundation that is set on is shaking right now. Like all this, my, my, now my elders, you know, that they're, they're knowing, they're noticing this right now, which is the craziest thing, man. Like, but what does that say about you though? What does that say? I've said this before. Black sheeps is leading the family. What does that say? I bet they're coming to you now, though. I Definitely. bet they're wondering how, how, how you feel about this. Like, hey, uh, are we seeing the same thing? How right. do you feel? Is, is that the case? You got Definitely. your elders coming to you asking you how you feel about all this? Definitely. Like, my uh, sis just asked me this morning, if we didn't have a government, would there be, like, a uh, would, would arts and culture and, mu and music be, like, more of, like, 
basically like the leaders now and i'm like yes. it kind of already is you know it's just, yes it's just this construct that they want to have on it um with suits and everything which is just bogus in some ways and it's just hilarious but definitely definitely like my mom comes to me all the time just to, just to see what i would say about like uh anything that's going on and i just basically just go back to like you know this it doesn't even matter like <laughs> uh, you gotta you gotta think about that bro because we are the heralds of this new age of this new time of this world that they're trying to create you're going to be some of those last generational people that get to see how things were before they had to change we are at the end stages of this corrupt system falling and so we are becoming the arbiters of the people who are able who are able to talk about what the future looks like we're going to be able to be the architects of the future with just this discussion right here Mm -hmm. What do we believe in? What do we want to drag into the future? What is it that we're willing to fight for? What are we trying to give up? What was the cause of all of these problems? These are all things that we're going to meditate, that we're going to discuss on, that we're going to have to confront moving forward into the future because we have been failed. That's, that's the sad truth. None of us would be here if we were not failed. We exist because we were failed, and we all refuse to fail the next generation. Mm. Definitely. I, and I have so much faith in this next generation, man. Like, we, if, it's, it's just trimming down. Like, everything's just trimming down. You know, the older people, you know, the older agendas and how this society has been ran and stuff like that. Yep. And, and, and going back to, like, the strong foundation, I was thinking, like, yo, America, we just don't have a strong foundation. You know, it's, it's just yes. it's shaky right now. And yes. a strong foundation isn't sitting on your butt and, and looking for uh, new getting this false re false false reality of, of freedom in some way but it's like it's building yourself up it's building your consciousness you know it's it's doing these stuff it's making your mind like make your mind stronger but america doesn't really promote this you know and people are out here losing their minds because they think this stuff is affecting them and it, it is affecting them internally but it's it's not even the, the yeah just basically the foundation is just so shaky right now like and it's I how much it. you allow to affect you. It's how much you allow for it to affect you that determines your reality. And that's one thing that we that we forgot, dude, because you're right. It's the same question you came in asking on. Why does it feel like the media is telling us to go do these things? Because we have a brain-dead population that doesn't know how to think for themselves to come up with original and authentic ideas to combat them. So they see, they see this bombardment happen. They see the propaganda happen. They're like, well... Sure, I got nothing else going on. COVID, like you said, COVID's not happening this week. I guess I'll go protest this week. Right. And, exactly. and, that, and that's what happens. They mm -hmm. don't think past what the immediate is, what their actual values are. And so they get impressed upon. They get indoctrinated. They get brainwashed. They get mind controlled. Mm -hmm. And that's where we're at. We have people waking up from the mind control. You have people creating new talk points. You have them fighting this ideology. And that's going to look different, man. Like I said, for the past 30 to 40 years, you have multiple generations that didn't do Jack Diddley because they didn't know. Yeah. We do not have that luxury, and now we have to do something. Oh, yeah, and we are. Like, you can – I'm just uh, – all the people that I follow, like, on social media, Freedom Faction, all, all you guys, like – and it's funny that every like, these people are, like, trying to censor you guys' stuff. And I'm like, yo, yeah. like and, – and it's getting way more popular, like, you know, your, these opinions that y'all coming out with. And I'm just like, yo, like, okay, I, that's what I'm saying. I have faith in this next generation, this – this next, because we have we have the tools that we need to like actually make this a new society. This this phone in my hand is an, uh, another reality as we speak right now. So th this is this is just our chance to you know 
take over and and yeah, just like I wouldn't even say take over, but like know that we're equal in all ways and and try to even like because I was I was back and forth with this whole black thing. I'm not gonna lie, when the George Floyd thing happened, I was really like black, 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 and then I had to think like especially like today, like it's just, it, it's all of us here, bro. It's like, it, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's a collective consciousness. Like the media will try to separate us in any way it wants to, but like, it's, we all here together. We just got to work together, bro. And, I, and that's what, that's what the agenda I should um, be pushing out. So. Well, well, quick, quick question to you, Trent. I got a question speaking of working together. Does your music sound like you do right now? Oh no! I I was actually just playing about the whole music thing, like the whole. Oh, uh, bro. oh. I, Hey, I, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely considering you know trying to find just trying to find a voice in something other than you know music all the time, but definitely right. like I'll I definitely grab into that. I, I left music. I left music to come do this, and I would definitely recommend you to still do both, bro. For sure. The world I do have a YouTube. Artists. I do have a YouTube. It's called Open Mind Network. It's with me and my friend, okay. and we've been doing this for a year now. And uh, we got we've been not for a year, actually like four months, gained like 180 subscribers. You know, but we talk Good. about real issues. It's just a fun platform to have, you know, to talk about and address. A lot of my family has like literally woke up because of not even woke up, but like they're more knowledgeable and more into like what, what we're talking about, what agenda we're trying Good. to push out. Where's the invite? Oh, the invite. I'm about, I'm about to put it in the comments right now. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm saying, where, where's my invite? Like, you ain't going to have me on. Oh, yeah. Me. I'm about to DM you bro. right after this, man. We we definitely need you on there, bro. Definitely Hit need you good. on there. Hit me, man. So For sure. Before I, let you, before I let you go, final comment. What do you want to let the audience know? Uh, you know, just be, just be safe out here. You know, this is the time where we should connect to ourselves and connect with the people around us and 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 the people that don't serve you in your life right now, you know, get them out your life so you can figure out what you want to do with your life and what you want to do internally and fix all the internal issues that's going on and keep raising your vibration and all those good things, you know, eat healthy and all those good things and just take care of yourself, man. That's what I want to hear. Yes, sir. That's what I want to hear. I'll talk to you soon, Trent. You be safe out there, bro. You too, man. I appreciate the invite, bro. You are appreciated. Stay strong. You too, sir. There he goes. That was me being a nerd thinking it was like a tree ant from like Lord of the Rings. Like, oh, tree ant. But it was actually Trent. Powerful conversation. Strong foundations. And let's say Open Minds Network. That's his YouTube channel. Heck yeah, man. He's right. I definitely got the faith in this next generation. And it's crazy, too, because, you know, it ties back into Zebellion, man. You're, you're, and that's what we're going to see. We're either going to have people that, that have faith in the system and want to try to fix this, fix these, these cracks in it and do something good. And then you're going to have people who are just accelerationists and extremists who are like, I don't care at all. Burn the sucker down. And that's what we're going to be. And it's just very interesting to see like how fast, how fast things unfold, how fast people get involved in the game, what angles they take, the routes and the trials and the tribulations that pop up in between and just how we respond to them because truly we are all that we have, you know, and that's definitely something I want to do more so going into the future is share the spotlight. I don't think I'm doing anything massive, but what I want to do is take what I've got. That's why we do the Instagram last with you guys, take what I have and like give it to you guys and say, Hey, spots yours, come up here and come talk to the people. Let's figure out what's going on. 
because I don't know everything and I know what I know, but I think the best route to take is to begin building a faction of freedom, building a freedom faction. That was supposed to be uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about at the start of the transmission, how going forward into this year, I've got to figure out how to dial back some of my involvement in all of this and at the same time teach everybody else how to do what I'm doing because I can't do everything and everybody has to start doing something. And so that was very, very empowering uh, to get Trent on here to break that down for us, man, and to give us his perspective. Uh, I think being in this for seven, for, for eight years now, growing up with the folks that I did and then doing the stuff that I did, it's very interesting, again, just to have somebody else from the younger generation come up in here and talk about what they see from their perspective uh, because it is important. Uh, let's see. We have a couple more minutes before we have to hit the old dusty road. Let's go ahead and get, what is this? Adrian Azaki? Azake? Adrian Azaki? Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, Adrian Azaki, please join us. And if not, that's okay. That's okay. Because there are others that will take the opportunity. Okay, sorry, Adrian, I gotta let you go. Let's go ahead and get, what is that? Shanananda, 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 possibly. Yo, what, what up, Sean? What up, what up, family? How are you, bro? Good, man. How are you, brother? I'm hanging in there, playboy. Did I say your name right? Was it Shauna Nanda Nanda? Uh, nah, Sean Ananda because um. Sean Ananda. Oh, so Sean's my name. Ananda means uh, bliss. So. Okay, my midwife's name is Nandi. Do you, do you that think now? that's? I said my midwife's name is Nandi. Do you think that's probably translatable? I don't know. I her think name's Andrea, but they call I her think Nandi. Nand is like a Hindu. You know, on some like, on some like, uh, you know, okay, you know, uh, Bhagavad Gita type material. Like, uh, that's where I think I picked it up on. If you've ever heard of the Living Gita or the Bhagavad Gita, yes, uh, super big read. I, I need to read more, man. Honestly, it's like that's the thing about this generation is that uh, I'm I'm 28, so I'm I'm not a Gen. What would I be a Gen? I think we're millennials. I'm a, I'm 28 too. I think we're millennials. Hey, you're 92. Yeah, bro. What's your birthday? Um, 10 days from now, I'll be 29. Okay. Happy early birthday, man. Happy early birthday. Thank you, man. Yeah. So, um, I actually just, I, I tried to message uh, that last, uh, open mind network, uh, guy, but I, I can't, I don't know how to message on you through YouTube. Uh, I'll he's got, the, uh, he's got I'll a pretty big, beginner I'll put level. Link in the page here. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Okay. No, so I went on the YouTube and it had a link to his Instagram, so I'm just going to contact him through that cuz I don't know how to I don't know how to contact through YouTube. But um but anyway, so, you know, I think in the times that we're in right now, it's more important than ever to um more than anything really is it, to to connect with like-minded people who who I, I personally myself I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm in South Florida and I'm trying to organize a, a little group who are willing and and wanting yeah. to 
to start an off-grid community, man, and, and have people yeah. who have different skills who, you know, you got your people who can grow the food, your people who can tend to the to the cooking and cleaning and whatnot, your people who can tend to just different different aspects of, you know, what, what we already have in this society, but will actually be connected to earth like we should be, like we used to be, like we've fallen away from, you know what I mean? And and um, and I think that is the most that the reason why we are the main reason why we're so dysfunctional in our in our health physically spiritually mentally emotionally in all aspects i think that's why we have the problems that we do is because we've become so disconnected from our yes you know i mean it's so it's becoming so um inorganic our our, our nature which is why people are actually trusting in a system that I mean, they know, and they know deep down is not conducive to their spiritual development. Or, I mean, it's it's the it's the opposite. You know, it's all inverted, and everything about this reality is inverted. I mean, the healthcare system, the educational system, the every system is literally inverted, yes. and it's all, you know, what I mean. And it's all essentially to um, reap reap in profits. I mean, you know, healthcare makes you is sick care to reap in profits because there's no money in the cure education now keeps you stupid because truth will set you free you know i mean mm. the law and these mm. lawyers and judges are all you know in the back pockets of each other because um it's all money mm. i mean at the end of the day it's all money it's all the beast system is all money so we have to break free from it man we have to we have to create our own our own system you know and 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 that's the thing is that people see that as not just impossible but such a big task that they're not willing to take on the they're not willing to take on that 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 tour that chore you know that um that mission that so yeah it's understandable people let me, are let me interject let yeah me interject so. on that because I've, I've definitely been talking about some of these thoughts with people in my local community um brothers that have you know 24 acres to people that have several acres to people who are just trying to build like on their land. What you're saying is not far off. I think the problem is, is the commitment factor. Are people radically committed to liberty? Are they, are they radically committed to freedom? Are they radically committed to sovereignty and stuff like that? Uh, right. I mean, I mean like building your own outhouse, building your own shed, uh, have stringing up like electricity and all that, that stuff that, I'm, I'm learning how to do for the sake of, of being self-sufficient. Sure. And so I think it's, it's, it's that, it's that commitment factor because it's definitely real. Like the previous caller said, we have the resources, we have all the tools, but we don't, we don't jump, we don't stick to it. And there's no one else out there that's going to build these types of systems for us or that are going to build these communities for us. That's why I got so frustrated when I was talking about all this Trump stuff is nobody's using that massive momentum to actually build anything worth anything. They're just giving right. it over to this system that's designed to rob them of their rights instead of taking back that power and strength from the system and creating something with it. And so now we found ourselves in a position where we don't have any money, we're all debt, we're, all, we're basically uh, uh, hovering over being in debt because of COVID, no one has work. And so they just drained us politically and now financially and so that's why they're pushing the Great Reset, because no one's having this kind of conversation on a massive scale. They're going along with what's being put out there for them. 
Right, right. I'm hearing everything you're saying, and you're absolutely right on every every part. I mean, the fact that you know people that have that amount of um, it sounds like you got some connections. <laughs> Uh, as far as if you know people that have that amount of land, I mean, those are the type of people who, if they're about that, if they're about, um, you know, the, the, what we're talking about, if they're about creating their own system and, and you know, they, they have the type of property where they could actually, um, you know, and it's probably a lot easier than we think to buy large swaths of land in certain areas. I mean, yeah, then, it's probably yeah, a lot cheaper. Probably ten thousand to like thirty thousand bucks, bro. You can buy a fair amount of couple of acreage, and God ain't making no more land, man. You get up out there and set stuff up, you're good for a good minute. So, there are there are people that are putting things together that are much smarter than me uh, that are allowing me to come assist, and all I can do is try to bring back what I've learned and help disseminate that for everybody else. Because there's a lot of things taking place, like like when you're like when you're saying this stuff. You're the angle that I'm coming from when I'm talking about the separatist movement, the secession movement. I don't want to go down to civil war. I don't want to do all that crazy stuff. It's not necessary. Wanna, it's not. I just want to practice self-governance, get myself away from all this, and be all right. That way I can right. know whenever these people are entrenching on my property, entrenching on what I create, and, and, and they know they're legally and lawfully in the wrong. I want to go down that route. I don't want to be having to have a gun represent, represent my point of views out there in the middle of the street. Right. Right. It's not necessary. It's kind of like if you've seen Divergent, you know what I mean? It's like, what what was it, uh, you know, where they lived off, you know, off the land and they lived in peace. And it was only when, when, um, you know, the actress came in and well, it was really the other guy, the, the white dude who caused problems. And then she, you know, kind of snapped and then, and, but, and then the, and then the, uh, what do you call it? The, um, militants, the equivalent of what cops would be basically, or, or national guards or whatever came in and they, messed it all up but you know basically having that you know breaking breaking away the break breakaway group you know and, and yes they created their own their own utopia out of this dystopia because this is obviously going further and further into a dystopian you know what i mean uh tricks uh beast system so i mean and it's just, it's really, it's really, um, it's scary. People are going against what they know, what they know in their spirit is, is and suspicious. And I'm talking about, and I'm talking about, you know, breathing in their own bacteria, all scary, man, that people will literally go against their, what they know is good and right, you know, and go against their own, their own health to, to, to live a lie and not face the truth, which is that this system is crumbling and these elite psychopathic, sociopathic, pedophilic, you know, billionaires and trillionaires are, are in the last dying, you know, the last dying grips to, to gain control over, over the populace. Cause it's, it's such a, it's such a small few people that, that, that control 99% of the wealth. It's such a small few hundred people that, you know, that, that really have a monopoly over over these different um, systems in place that, you know, healthcare, medical, uh, economic, uh, financial, ec ed educational, all these different systems, you know, it's such a small few, man. And it's funny because um, I, I heard a couple people in chat talking about Gematria and it's like when you learn Gematria, tw Gematria was probably my biggest wake up of 2020. It really showed me how 
I mean, I already knew the fact that the system was was scripted and rigged, in, but it showed me just how it, it just how scripted, you know, this reality is, and the fact that the news is 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 literally literally fake. I mean, not just like, you know, literally they make up these stories mm-hmm. just to. Uh, perpetuate this ritualistic practice that's thousands and thousands of years old. I mean, you know, Babylon is, we're in Babylon. It never, you know, never crumbled. It just, it just changed locations, you know. It did. I mean, just like the Nazis and then, you know, never died. They just moved to America and, you know, (laughs) shit that, that Jamashi really up, man. Um, Well, this, this may not be, this may not be Jamashia. I'm not sure if you can hear so me because it's, it's it's breaking up. Yeah, I would recommend if you're well, not aware of gematria. Gematria is is the practice of in. Oh, you are aware. I was saying uh, I'm not sure if you could hear me, but uh, and, and and this isn't gematria, but it's 9/11 backwards today, so definitely people should be on the on the lookout for uh, things that are taking place. Can you hear me now? Yeah, 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 Good. yeah. 911 is yeah today's 911 right uh, reverse and they work and they work invertedly they're all in they you know they work in inversions right and um also so see, just just to just to kind of speak on that real quick now that I think about it because if it is 911 in reverse if we got attacked on 911 it only makes sense for us to be invaded backwards does that make sense i got i don't know if i explained that the right way explain we got attacked on 911 if we got attacked by so-called terrorists, jihadis on 9-11, September 11th, it right. only makes sense for us to be invaded by those very same jihadi terrorist forces here in the reverse. That, that's right. just kind of how my mind works. Sure, sure. Yeah. Or, or, or for us to invade them or cause some crazy, uh, terrible, right. uh, sacrificial bombing, you know, there in the Middle East. Yeah, either way, I could see it either either way. But yeah, that's how they operate. That's how, right? That's exactly how they operate. So, yeah, that's that's definitely a definitely a possibility for sure. Absolutely. Um, and also, in two days is one twenty one twenty one, which is a palindrome, same forward as it is backwards. Um, so, like we're like we're saying, they work, you know, in inversions. And so, one twenty one twenty one backwards is one twenty one twenty one. It's the same thing. So. The next three days, today, tomorrow, and the next day, obviously tomorrow's inauguration, right? So some, some, something's going down. You know, I don't know. I, I saw a pop-up on my phone uh, earlier today, and it said uh, the U.S. surpassed 400,000, you know, COVID cases, I think it said. And keep in mind, every time it says COVID cases, is that yeah. deaths? No. Is that deaths? Or is that yeah. cases? And first of all, is it cases that's, that's being uh, designated from a faulty, faulty, faulty PCR test who – the creator, Carrie Mullins, admitted himself could not be used to diagnose a virus. So, and this is the, and this is what they're using. Come on, man. The whole thing is a scam. And I'm fully convinced that there may not be anything at all, at all, that is new as far as viruses go. And that it's really just the flu. Yep. Re, re, um, re, what do you call it? Renamed. And then of course, other things like 5G whiz, I'll say that so I don't get um, so I don't get the censored uh, 5G whiz and beyond. 
um, and other factors like that that are really at play that are, you know, because there is clearly people talking about, um, you know, people dying, perfectly healthy people dying suspiciously and all that. But guess what? A lot of these people supposedly have, have symptoms of what looks like high altitude sickness, which when you're, when you have, uh, vibrational frequencies being pumped through you. And I don't know if you've ever felt like you've, you've had buzzing going on or, you know, any, anything like that, uh, especially when you're looking at certain content, <laughs> but I notice it all the time, not to sound super psycho, but I mean, I notice it all the time that I feel like I'm being targeted. And, you know, there's an Instagram page that I think is dedicated to uh, targeted individuals, I believe it's called. And, you know, I know yes. I'm, a, I know I'm a targeted individual. You're probably a target. A lot of the people in this chat are probably in, you know, target, targeted individuals. Oh, my little sister's in the chat. What the hell? What? How did you? That's crazy. I don't, I don't even know how the internet. I don't even know. That's crazy. But got um, the family here. Hey, that's crazy. But uh, hold on. I got a screenshot of that. That's just that's just classic. Um, hold on. You're good, brother. That's how it works. Glad, glad I could bring the family around the digital fire. Heck yeah. 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 Hey, I've been a fan for a long time, to be honest with you, man. And uh, I've been a follower for a long time. And um, yeah, it's cool to get to chat with you, man. And this is really what it's about. You know, this is really, um, I've gotten the chance to, uh, honestly, to 2020, I, 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 I decided to detox. I did a tech detox. I didn't have a phone and Good. I've done it before. I, I had done it before one point, one time for two years, I didn't have a phone and you know, I like Good living man. outside of the matrix, you know what I mean? And I'm really getting back into it so that I can help educate and, and, and give others the knowledge that I've gained and uh, become a health coach also. And um, and that's what's necessary. Like though. Like, or, you th if you think about right. it, and this is the question I always ask myself whenever I, I, I have like doubts or whenever I'm like wanting to go run away, I say, well, what about the yous out there that are waiting for you? Where were you whenever you wanted to get started? You got to do the work for the you that needs to get started because we're, we are the generation that we were waiting for. We were waiting for somebody else to come through and come do the work. It was us. That's why we understand this massive responsibility that we're inheriting to do the work. No one else can do it for us. And yeah, it's going to be hard, but bro, if somebody else did it for us, we wouldn't appreciate it. If we inherited it, we wouldn't understand it. We have to do the work because it's not for us that we're doing it. It's for everybody else that comes after. We're just sick and tired of having to deal with the same nonsense. We're the generation that got fed up. Right. But, right. Sean, the great, final the closing comments, my friend. What did you want to leave the audience with? Um, so there's two sides to this, to this current um, ongoing and changing reality. And that is there's, there's a great reset and there's a great awakening. The great reset... Yes is existing and, and, and continuing in this matrix, wearing a diaper on your face, breathing in your own bacteria, which is causing all kinds of problems that were not even possibly um, and, and um, like brain damage, like, de like depriving your body and your cells of oxygen. So cancers and all that, all this nonsense that, that these elite psychopathic pedophiles are trying to do to us. And keep in mind, right after this Epstein bombshell got unveiled to the world they want to say hey guys shut the up okay shut up we're gonna shut strangle up. you like epstein now 
She was, just shut up, all right? Wear this diaper on your face, you good little sheep. You know, uh, get this jab that's going to alter your DNA oh. and turn you into a cyborg with toxic mercury that gets accumulated in your brain that when they do autopsies on people with Alzheimer's and autism, guess what they find accumulated in their brain? They find aluminum and other toxins that they're shooting in into you through vaccines. They're also putting it in the food and, and, and in the chemtrails up in the sky, of course. But, you know, these vaccines are purely to make you sick, kill you, alter your DNA. And, you know, these, these vaccines now are way worse because they're trying to turn us into something yeah. other than human. So um, I would, yeah, yes. I would say pick, up, pick a side. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to evolve and awaken and, and create and co-create a new reality outside of this matrix and, 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 and live in this great awakening? This system known as the matrix that is, that is this great reset that they're talking about. Um, this new world order, you know, do you pick a side? Pick a side. Do you want to stay human? Which side are you on, guys? Which side are you on? So I have a, I have a, um, another page that I'm trying to build. We are infinite, con infinite consciousness on IG. And then um, um, Awakening Consciousness 2020 is a channel that um, deleted. Um, I, I'm going to try to put some and make more videos and whatnot. I'm not going to be able to. We are infinite consciousness. I'm going to try to post more. Too. And then, yeah, check me out on here too, uh, Sean and my first um, Reach out to reach out to me. I'm in South Florida. Anybody in South Florida who's looking? To I think I'm frozen again. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why it's all frozen or why it's glitching all crazy. But Sean, I'll for sure put your contact information in the bottom, my friend. Thank you. I think I think I'm like crazy. Say that again. I said I don't. I don't. I have a. I have an idea too why it's glitching all crazy. But uh, I want to say thank you for joining us, my friend. Hopefully, I'll see you soon. I'll put all your contact information you. in the bottom below. Thank you. Peace thank and love, y'all. You, you too. Deuces. There he goes. Sean Ananda. I'll be sure to put uh, his pages as well as everybody else's pages in the description bar below. I think uh, they definitely let us go a little bit over, and I am not going to look a gift horse in the mouth, but uh, definitely a lot of different things were said in that discussion, and I want you guys to think about it going forward into the future. Uh, this is the separatist movement, the breakaway civilization. As you guys heard, it's clearly something I'm talking about on my own time, uh, but something I think people should keep in mind. We saw a lot of this with uh, Parler. We'll see a lot more of it with social media, but it's hearts and minds. That's where it starts. If we have to be out there in the streets carrying a gun, we already lost. That's not where you want to be. Bullets. Ideas are bulletproof. That's where we need to be thinking. We need to think about different terms, the war we're involved in, and the wherewithal we have, the resources at our disposal. Uh, but I want to say thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us for this fantastic pre-inauguration. First Instagram Live of 2021 transmission.
powerful transmission, and I hope that you guys join us next week. I won't lie to you. I think I have the ultrasound next week. So if I'm not here with you guys, it's because I'm seeing my baby. But uh, Lord willing, I'll be here with you guys next week, coronavirus-free, talking about these things and more. I want to say thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us. I know that uh, we tend to be all over the place, but it's going to give you that wide panoramic view of the things that are going on so people really understand what's happening. Uh, it's the first show of 2021 coming back in. The only way I know how. Look at me being all unimpressive and stuff. I want to say thank you to our guests that joined us. John Victor, Lucas, Trent, uh, Sean Ananda. And hopefully, I thought Adrian was going to join us, but uh, oh well. I want to say thank you guys to spending time with us. We have a lot of different things coming up in the future. Too much for me to just kind of word vomit out to you right now. Uh, but yeah, all of the articles and things that I went over, the Telegram chat, the guests pages, and everything else will be featured in the show notes in the link in the description bar below. And share this message. Share this episode. Say, hey, you, they don't have to know that you found this page from forever ago. You can just go ahead and say, oh my gosh, look at this random black guy I found. You know, he loves America. Uh, and, see, and watch me try to wake up your friends. Watch, watch me try to wake up people. Uh, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noisero, Freedom Faction, out.